0: With no name.
1: Okay, so you're driving along, and the song ends, and they don't tell you the title and artist. Doesn't that drive you crazy? That's why at KRKO, we're doing song tags to tell you the title and singers of every song, so you always know.
2: At KRKO, now more than ever, we all need to find a reason to smile. Good morning. In India, the groom showed up to the wedding so
3: drunk that the bride married the groom's sober brother instead. A love expert in London says that couples who have sex on the first date have a better shot at a long-term loving relationship. You know what that sounds like to me? Sounds like the expert has a first date coming up this weekend.
2: It's Tim Hunter, morning 6 to 9 on KRKO, when you can use a little smile to start your day.
4: Here's Jerry Lyons. President of American Senior Resources with an important message. Did you know, starting January 1st, 2022, the state will
5: automatically impose a .58% payroll tax on all W-2 employees who reside in Washington State. If you are working for a company, this applies to you. This tax will be used to fund the Washington State Long-Term Care Trust Act. Unless you qualify for an exemption, this tax will be deducted from every paycheck you receive for as long as you are employed in Washington State. This tax applies to all income levels and has no wage cap. Great news you have a one-time opportunity to opt out of this tax by owning a private long-term care policy issued before October 31st, 2021. The deadline to opt out of the state trust tax is fast approaching and
4: long-term care insurance could take time to get approved. Contact us today to review all your options before it's too late. To find out more, go to asrconnect.com or call us 425-512-8000.
6: Make your plans now to attend the annual Snohomish County Sports Hall of Fame Banquet on Wednesday, September 22nd at Angel of the Winds Arena. This year, we're honoring the Hall of Fame Class of 2020, including Cascade High School and UCLA Bruins soccer player Sean Henderson, longtime Snohomish Panther baseball coach Kim Hammonds, longtime Linwood Royals track and field coach Dwayne Lewis, sports contributor Tom Lafferty, and the undefeated 1972 Meadowdale football team, plus many more. For more information and tickets, visit snowcosports.org. The Snohomish County Sports Hall of Fame banquet on Wednesday, September 22nd at Angel of the Winds Arena. Visit snowcosports.org.
7: Rick Merrill, attorney at law, is now Rick Merrill and Sons. I'm Reese Merrill. I'm an attorney in Everett. You may have heard of my father, Rick Merrill. So just because you get a speeding ticket doesn't mean your insurance rates have to go up. It doesn't mean you have to pay the ticket. We do things all day, every day, to try and keep people's driving records clean, whether you drive for work or, or just want to keep your insurance rates down. Any type of traffic infraction at all. That's what we'll be able to help you with.
8: Hi, I'm Rick Merrill. You
7: refer to my sons
8: here. I'm very proud of them. Uh, they do a great job for me.
9: They will represent your interests and and, and do really well. Now there are two generations of Merrill's to fight for your rights. For more information, visit rickmerrillattorney.com.
10: Did you know during the fall and winter weather months, the most important safety feature on your car is your tires? Bad tires can't properly grip the road and result in loss of traction or even loss of steering control. Let Purcell Tire in Monroe make sure your tires are up to the job. They have tires for trailers, cars, trucks, and semis to farm equipment, all the way up to heavy construction vehicles. Purcell Tire also does tire rotations, brakes, shocks, struts, oil changes, and more. Take Highway 2 to Frylands Boulevard
5: to Ty Street in Monroe. Sponsored by the Washington Army National Guard. Aired by the Washington State Association of Broadcasters and this
12: station. No man, no woman, no one left behind. For the VFW, it's a credo that stands long after our fighting days are over. Because our service never stops. We're still serving, which is why we pledge to help our own, no matter where they are or when they need us. Standing in lockstep with those who stood so courageously for everyone else. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org.
13: We chose Square foot Construction because they were honest, upfront, and straightforward. Lee and Shane for Square foot Construction in Marysville and coming soon to Burlington.
14: After the remodel, there's no walls in there to block. The roof was raised 14 inches. It's very modern. It's crisp.
1: It's got the perfect countertops. It's got an in-drawer microwave. They did an amazing job with the cabinets.
14: Man, it looks like a million bucks.
13: Your dream? Their team. Squarefoot LLC Construction.com. You're out for the night thinking your home is safe because you lock the doors and windows. And then suddenly can't always be at home, but with Northwest Security and Sound of Snowmish, you don't have to be. They design state-of-the-art custom security solutions to meet your specific needs for your home or office. They also have home automation systems that can dim your lights, raise or lower your temperatures, close or open the blinds, and even water the lawn. Let Northwest Security and Sound protect what's important to you. Find them online at nwsecurityandsound.biz. That's nwsecurityandsound.biz.
2: We've got a lot of music to get to. So let's get started. I'm ready. Here's another seven songs in a row on KRKO.
15: You're a rich girl and you're gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far.
2: RKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. This is the best of Snow Homish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3, Everett's greatest hits, sports and more.
16: And tonight we come to you live from Everett Memorial Stadium and all oh, what a journey it has been this week. We'll tell you our story of how we ended up here in Everett tonight. We welcome you to the world of sports in 2021, tonight's game on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3 streaming live at krko.com and available anywhere on the krko app is sponsored tonight by all-state insurance agent brian reed dale wagner law office by gsr rental in monroe by the ace hardware stores in lake stevens everett and stanwood glass by lund and by erickson furniture i'm tom lafferty along with a former jackson coach joel Vincent, alongside here in the press box at Everett Memorial. Steve Willits is usually on hand working the sidelines. However, he's in Eugene, Oregon with the Everett Aqua Sox. So we welcome Bill Kussler back in the fold, joining us on the broadcast this evening. He'll be downstairs. We thank you for joining us this high school football game on a Friday night as the Cascade Bruins get set to host the Mariner Marauders. In fact, if you're looking for baseball here on KRKO, the Everett Aqua Sox and the Eugene Emeralds are playing baseball down at PK Park in Eugene as we speak. That game is broadcast on our sister station, Classic Country KXA, 1520 AM and FM 101. It's a doubleheader. In fact, game number one, Eugene took it by the final score of 2-1 to one over the Aqua Sox. Game two is underway down in Eugene. Again, Aqua Sox baseball just up the dial, 1520 AM, FM 101, or ClassicCountryKXA.com or the KXA app. That's for baseball. There are storylines galore for a football game tonight. In fact, we'll tell you a story Tuesday night. We're minding our own business, doing tr- usual traffic reports. But I got a text from one of the officials that was supposed to work th- tonight's game. He said he got notified that his game on Friday night, Linwood at Snohomish, had been canceled. Then a few moments later, he said the next emails: you are now officiating Squalicum at Snohomish. Same place, different team. So on Tuesday, we were ready to do Squalicum Storm and the Snohomish Panthers. Linwood had COVID-19 issues. Squalicum was supposed to travel to Squim that night, but Squim had COVID issues as well. So Thursday morning, I'm driving to KRKO Studios. Our statistician tonight, our friend Joel Boyer, said that the snohomish Squalicum game had been canceled. Totally canceled. That's when more emails and texts began. Get confirmation that, indeed, our game had been scrubbed, and then find a game that we can broadcast that both teams would, you know, like, actually show up and play on the field. So that's how we find ourselves tonight at Everett Memorial Stadium. See two undefeated teams in Mariner and Cascade. I've been pivoting so much this week that my head is spinning. Again, welcome to the world of high school football. I guess to the world of sports in general, maybe life in general, in 2021. So truly by accident, we think we've stumbled onto what promises to be a pretty good game. The Mariner Marauders opened their season last week with a 41-14 win over Linwood. We'll keep an eye on running back Cortez Williams, who racked up 220 yards and four touchdowns. He also added scores on a punt return and a 49-yard reception. We'll keep an eye on him because... Well, he's always got the ball. Mariner went 1-4 in last spring's truncated schedule, and they joined Kamiak, Jackson, Glacier Peak, and Lake Stevens in the new and smaller Wesco 4A division. We'll hear from Mark Stewart here coming up in just a little bit. The Cascade Bruins also opened with a win. They defeated Jackson 50-30 last week right here at Everett Memorial Stadium. In that game, the Bruins racked up 551 yards with running back Julian Thomas compiling 241 yards and three touchdowns. Xander Larson... Added 183 on 15 carries and scored three times as well. Cascade will be playing a non-league independent schedule during this year after going 4-1 and one in last spring's short season. We'll hear from H- Cascade head coach Jordan C. coming up in a little while as well. We're counting down to the kickoff under the Friday night lights in the nightcap of the doubleheaders. The Cascade Bruins hosting the Mariner Marauders. Right now, there's a minute 19 to go in game number one here between the Everett Seagulls and the Jackson Timberwolves. And it's a 34-10, Everett leading Jackson. Jackson is trying to move the ball maybe a little bit too late as they've just picked up a first out. So that's what's going on here at Everett Memorial Stadium. We've got game two of the doubleheader coming up. The West Coast Time pregame show continues here on KRKL AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports and
12: more. No man, no woman, no one left behind. For the VFW, it's a credo that stands long after our fighting days are over. Because our service never stops, we're still serving. Which is why we pledge to help our own, no matter where they are or when they need us. Standing in lockstep with those who stood so courageously for everyone else. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at VFW.org.
13: We chose Square Foot Construction because they were honest, up front, and straightforward. Lee and Shane for Square Foot Construction in Marysville and coming soon to Burlington.
14: After the remodel, there's no walls in there to block. The roof was raised 14 inches. It's very modern. It's crisp.
1: It's got the perfect countertops. It's got an in-drawer microwave. They did an amazing job with the cabinets.
14: Man, it looks like a million bucks.
13: Your dream? Their team. Square Foot LLC, construction.com. You're out for the night thinking your home is safe because you lock the doors and windows, and then suddenly you can't always be at home. But with Northwest Security and Sound of Snowmish, you don't have to be. They design state-of-the-art custom security solutions to meet your specific needs for your home or office. They also have home automation systems that can dim your lights, raise or lower your temperatures, close or open the blinds, and even water the lawn. Let Northwest Security and Sound protect what's important to you. Find them online at nwsecurityandsound.biz. That's nwsecurityandsound.biz. Nothing says woo fun like a brand new battery for your garden tractor, right? I know, it's hard
0: not to get excited about starting up that tractor and taming your own home prairie, so I'm thinking this might be your year for a Pacific Power battery. Why us? Well, heck, why not? We're conveniently located, experienced, well-stocked, freshly scrubbed, and we recycle auto batteries, household batteries, and some electronics. Pacific Power Batteries, a locally-owned
12: company with a soul. Mariner Marauders and the Cascade Bruins playing
16: tonight here at Everett Memorial Stadium. Bill Kusler is now the sideline. He's with head coach Mark Stewart of the Mariner Marauders. Bill.
17: Thank you, Tom. I'm here with coach Mark Stewart. And coach, first of all, an impressive victory last week against Linwood. Tell us a little bit about that ball game. Uh,
18: it, was a, it was a good first game for us. Um, I think that, um, you know, we uh, started out pretty well. Uh, probably you had too many penalties and started off 14-0. Then we had some breakdowns, a few breakdowns on defense. And, um, and then stalled on offense and we were able to kind of score some points. But we got ourselves together. You know, it was a typical first game. And uh, some of our big players, um, like our backfield, um, Cortez, Cortez um, did a great job, And uh, along with uh, Damian, and a, a one-two punch in the backfield. And uh, you know, we, just, we just had we, nice. We had some real explosive plays. And then we were able to, our offensive line did a really nice job of kind of grinding that thing out in the second half, so we were able to pull away and then uh, the defense in the second half, so it's a good, good
17: start for us, we just have to improve this much. So do you, do you see yourself being a team this season that grinds it out on the ground like you did, or can you put it up in the air as well?
18: Oh, you know, you're always trying to search for our identity, I think, you know, running the ball, stop, and run is, is always a place that you want to start, and uh, so the nice thing is we did both last week, and we just have to, um, you, know, this is, uh, you know, this is Cascade, this is uh, the rival team, um, you know, kind of local, you know, everything about it is great, uh, they do a great job running their wing tee, so it's going to test our ability to be de- uh, disciplined on defense. And uh, and then, you know, like I said, we just got to kind of improve improve on offense see if we can still kind of move the ball and, and uh, spread the ball around and, and score points.
17: All right. Well, I'm going to go back and ask you a question about your college career. Did you ever play in the big house against Michigan?
18: No, never. We uh, never play, played Michigan in the Rose Bowl, the bigger house, okay? So <laughs> in the Rose Bowl, the 81 Rose Bowl, lost to him and and. Uh, um Anthony Carter, Anthony Carter and that crew, uh, with, with, uh, both of them, they're trying to go, yes, yeah, I'm deep, but um, uh, no, no, so yeah, my dog's got to pick it up here this, this week, and uh, hopefully it can play a little bit better. Like, first weeks are all kind of hard, and you get exposed a little bit, you know, like Montana's a good football team, and, and uh, obviously, you would expect the Huskies to be able to go out and kind of move them around, and I think that... Uh, like I said, you get exposed sometimes and, and you, get, you get a week to improve and they should improve and hopefully we will do nice to the big house.
17: I appreciate it, Coach. Thank you very much. Good luck tonight.
18: Okay, thank you. There
16: you go. Thank you very much, Bill, along with Mark Stewart, head coach of the uh, Mariner Marauders. And uh, Coach Joel Vincent will just jump in here. He could play. Oh,
19: <laughs> in his playing days? Yeah. Yeah, That, that uh, he was a cat. That cat could play. And uh, it's really fun talking to him over the years and. Uh, um, he's yeah, just you've
16: coached against him for years and Oh, years. for
19: years and years and years, and, and our games were always good games. They were always very competitive. And uh, the other thing about Mark that I'd like to say and, and make known is, is he is a class act. He, is, he does things the right way. His kids do things the right way, um, and uh, it shows. Yeah. So we
16: have heard from Mark Stewart, head coach of the Mariner Marauders. We're going to hear from Jordan C. coming up here in just a little bit. Let's take a break and come back. The Wesco tonight pregame show live here on KRKO continues right after this timeout
5: insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away, so give us a shout
13: right now. 800-668-0042, 800-668-0042, 800-668-0042, that's 800-668-0042.
20: Wild Birds Unlimited.
13: It's fledgling season, so
21: stop by Wild Birds Unlimited and stock up, so the baby birds can get plenty to eat too. Spudgelings may need different foods than adult birds, so talk to the experts at your Everett Wild Birds Unlimited about the birds in your yard. They've got what your birds need at Wild Birds Unlimited, Evergreen Way, next to QFC.
20: Wild Birds Unlimited, we bring people and nature together.
22: Fix and flip projects are important for improving all types of communities, but to succeed, you need a partner that understands what a property flipper really needs. Trust New Horizon Capital Funding, based right here in Bothell, but with access to lenders all over the country. With fast financing for a fast-paced real estate market, fix and flip loans can provide the cash you need to grow your real estate portfolio and quickly take advantage of real estate project opportunities just over the new horizon. Start your fix and flip project with New Horizon Capital Funding and get your money in as little as 10 days. Contact us today at newhorizoncapitalfunding.com.
23: Welcome back to
16: Everett Memorial Stadium. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Vince and Bill Kussler is working the sidelines tonight. And look,
17: Bill, it's a coach of the Cascade Bruins, Jordan C. Thank you very much, Tom. Coach C, last week, nice win, put 50 points up on the board. Talk to us a little bit about that game.
24: Yeah, you know, we just got off to a great start. So um, really, the whole game, we just executed at a high level. And I tell our guys we expect to score, be confident, and we're able to do that tonight.
17: Well, talk to us You're Averaging about 10 yards per carry for, for your ball carries. Talk to, to us a little bit about Julian Thomas and Xander Larson, and the game they had, and, and of course, your offensive line opening those holes.
24: Yeah, the offensive line and the wing team, there's a lot to learn. And uh, they did a phenomenal job um, applying all the rules in every play. Julian Thomas, a junior, he's an absolute stud. He's a warrior out there. He's kind of our our. Uh, he's a horse in the backfield. Everything kind of revolves around him. And then we have Xander Larson, who had 180 yards rushing, a senior. Just unbelievable vision. And then uh, Charlie Nelson at wingback as well. So we feel great about all three backs, which is what you want in the wing team.
17: Well, talk to us a little bit about Mariner. They're kind of mirror image. They like to keep the ball on the ground, too, like you guys do. Talk to us about tonight's ballgame.
24: Yeah, they're a big physical team. Every time we play these guys, it, it seems to go down to the wire in the fourth quarter. Um, you always know they're going to be. Big and strong, they have athletes, and they're super well coached. Uh, Coach Stewart does an awesome job, and so you know a lot of our kids know them, and they know us, and so it's kind of like a rivalry game, and we expect this thing to go down to the last couple of drives.
17: Final question, getting away a little bit from football. I'm a teacher, you're a teacher. How does it feel to be back to semi-normal and seeing students again?
24: It's awesome. You know, it's so, so exciting to be able to teach again and be in the classroom. You know, last spring, we were able to play football, so it brought some normalcy, and then, you know, this week being able to teach it's awesome you know i'm just so excited to see the students in the classroom and then see the athletes on the field
17: thank you very much coach good luck tonight
24: thank you
16: there you go that is bill kusler along with jordan c head coach of the cascade bruins when we come back we'll bring coach joe vincent into the conversation it's mariner cascade tonight at everett memorial stadium it's right here on KRK am 1380 and fm 95.3 everett's greatest hits
20: sports and more Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842.
9: The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill
20: will fight for you. Call
7: 800-LAW-0842. All right, guys, bring it on in. Now, this is football, men, and there are two things I want you to remember. First, you have to hit hard to make varsity. And second, you need those big earth movers up front. And speaking of big earth movers, GSR Reynolds in Monroe has a huge selection of earth movers and earth moving accessories. Plus, big equipment to get the job done. And for our big victory celebration, GSR Reynolds also has big selections of tables and chairs, everything you need for a party. That's right, go get them, boys. For more information, go to gsrrentals.com.
25: If you're looking for a place that prints anything for any team, the place to go is Screen Printing Northwest on Colby Avenue in downtown Everett. They're the local experts for custom screen printing and embroidery. Hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, coats, you name it, they can do it. Screen Printing Northwest has been locally owned since 1996, and they're the official screen printer of this radio station. Screen Printing Northwest, 2526 Colby Avenue, just north of Everett Avenue in downtown Everett. Go Cougs! Take the first
26: step towards a new career with Slater Insurance School. Live in-class training in Linwood. Or if you don't want to be in a classroom yet, you can audit the material on Zoom with the live class at the same time at SlaterInsuranceSchool.com. Slater Insurance School also offers self-study options so you can learn your way on your schedule. SlaterInsuranceSchool.com, live in person, review online, self-study and continuing education too. SlaterInsuranceSchool.com, change your career, change your life
16: and Cascade are warming up down on the field turf here at Everett Memorial Stadium. Let's get the pregame thoughts of Coach Joel Vincent after this very strange week. Every time we looked at our phones, it seems like our Friday night game coach had changed. Two-part question. What's the shortest time you've ever had to prepare for an opponent? And aren't you glad you're not the athletic directors of any of the schools nowadays?
19: No, I, I would not want to be the athletic directors coordinating all this stuff on the fly and, and on the run and at the last minute. But uh, shortest uh, I ever had to prepare for a game, uh, we played a thursday night season capper and turned around against mariner as a matter of fact right for the league championship and then we turned around and played snohomish on a tuesday for the play-in game to go to state so i don't know how many days is that three days yeah 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 what's it like tough (laughs) tough (laughs) and uh the the toughest thing is physically for the players i mean they they play uh, thursday night and if you play this game right it's like being in a car wreck you know it's a it's a collision sport and and they're still sore on tuesday you know, and you got to roll out there and go play football.
16: I want to bring up what you brought up in our pregame conversation about an hour ago because your son is coaching at Glacier Peak for the f- first year now, and he's come back to your place after coaching all day, and you said, what? Get well, he, it was his first day of student <laughs> teaching,
19: and then he had to go coach, and then he plopped down on the couch and with the big sigh, and I said, hey, are you tired? And he said, yeah, and I said, all right, well, do it 29 years like I did. <laughs> And what did he say to you? He says, "I don't know if I can." But I said, "You know, you 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 just get you you get used to being tired all the time." So what's
16: fallen into our laps is what looks like a pretty good ball game. Both teams got a pretty good decisive win a week ago.
19: Yeah, um, you know, uh, I'm really excited to see uh, these ground games. Um, the wing tee uh, is uh, is uh, heck on wheels to defend, but it's fun to watch. Um, quarterbacks in this system are magicians with the football, and they're faking and the. It's, a, it's just a, a bear to defend. And uh, Coach Stewart always runs some really interesting sets that you don't see the rest of the year. And so practice that week is really interesting because it does change uh, fundamentally what you do on defense because it's not normal stuff. And so I'm really excited to see uh, these two teams line up tonight.
25: Well, in
16: fact, I was just, you kind of took my next question. Talk about Mariner. Seems like Coach Mark Stewart comes up with a few wrinkles and always. There's always a breakout player or two that comes across. There's always a too. breakout
19: play. There's weird line splits. There's receivers that are covered up that you got. You know your guys have to recognize that they're not eligible pass receivers. Um, he really, really forces your defensive guys to think. And and we all know the defensive guys play best <laughs> when they could just run, fly around, and tackle and not have to think. Are and you so saying
16: saying that defensive players don't think?
19: No, I'm saying they're better when they don't do a lot of thinking okay. and they right. run and fly to the ball. And when they're thinking, it slows them down. So. Um, and Mark's offense does that to you. And the other thing that
16: Mariner has done over the years, they always have a say in who's going to the playoffs. Oh, Either they are or they're going to spoil it for you.
19: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think that's a credit to, to Coach Stewart and his program. They are always competitive. They always have great athletes, and uh, they're always in the mix somehow. Yeah, yeah.
16: Jordan C at Cascade is a team that went 4-1 and in the spring season. They got a big win a week ago as well some good players but they just don't have a lot of depth
19: they don't have a lot of depth and you know i i like jordan a lot i've I've gotten to know jordan over the last few years he is a really good young coach and uh he's he's got a really bright long future in this and his kids play hard for him they like him um they're fundamentally sound and uh i think he's going to build something here
16: and with the lack of depth, one of the reasons they're playing, the independent schedule this year.
19: Yeah, and, you know, that's that's a, a program that's been instituted to kind of let programs regroup. Um, and uh, I'm not going to be surprised if they have a good run this year and then we see them go back into uh, like a normal league situation. Right, right. Being here at Cascade tonight, we were at Sohomish
16: a week ago. You, Coach, kind of crossing over from the Dick Armstrongs and the Terry Ennis' into the new era of coach and player, plus adding the COVID problems. How do you think the old coaches would have handled all this oh i don't know um and i'm not saying you're an old coach see i well, just said you you bridge, bridge the gap
19: yeah i you were you were very politically correct there and said <laughs> i was kind of somewhere in the middle i saw i caught that yeah um you know it, it you know there's old school there's new school um you know back in back in the old days um with some of those coaches you mentioned you know it was really all about toughness and gritting it out and grinding it out but you know what covid's a different animal right it's that that uh, and I would like to think that they would understand. You know, if if, if uh, Coach Armstrong was at Snohomish and and this type of thing was around, that you know, when a team like Linwood says, "Hey, we've had a we've had a, an exposure. We've got players who've been right. exposed. We need to quarantine," you know, I know Coach Armstrong, uh, he'd say, "All right, find me somebody else," but you know, it's frustrating for them. Yeah.
16: So we're getting set for the Mariner Marauders and the Cascade Bruins here at Everett Memorial Stadium. We'll take a break, come back with more of the West Coast Tonight pregame show right after this.
27: Hi, I'm Brian Reed. As your local Allstate agent, providing protection that fits your life is something I take, well, personally. I am committed to learning about your needs and personalizing protection to meet them. From bundling your auto, home, and life insurance with ease to evaluating optional coverage based on your protection needs, I can build an insurance proposal that fits your life. Are you in good hands? Contact me, Brian Reed, at either of my Everett locations,
25: 425-337-4646. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Life insurance offered through Allstate Life Insurance Company and Allstate Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. American Heritage Life Insurance Company, Jacksonville, Florida.
22: Hey, hear that? That's opportunity knocking. And this is your chance to join the Ace Hardware team in your local neighborhood. Ace is now hiring in all three locations in Lake Stevens, Everett, and Stanwood. Go to nowhiring.com NWACE to get all the information. There are positions for people who are just getting started in customer service and the hardware field all the way through seasoned retail professionals. Ace offers competitive pay, loads of benefits, and a stable schedule. Go to nowhiring.com NWACE to join the helpful team. Well, hi there,
3: Tim Hunter with my friend Cherie from Axis Roof and Gutter and Cherie, I heard that the name of the company had to do with your husband's softball team?
28: Yeah, Casey played on a softball team, and there was a team that they couldn't beat called Axis. And so that's how Casey came up with the name of our company.
3: Okay, so Axis Roof and Gutter is unbeatable when it comes to roofs, gutters, siding, windows. But you guys are also a family business. How does that make you different from everyone else out there?
28: When you're a family-run company, the people you hire becomes your family as well. And you
3: may be saying, okay, well, they're way up in Arlington. Well, they won't come my way. Yes, they will. In fact, uh, you came down to my home in Seattle, Cherie, and put in new gutters for me. Well, not you, but your crew.
28: Tim, you're one of our favorite customers. Don't
3: stop there. Keep going. Axis <laughs> <laughs> Roof and Gutter. Look for the valuable ValPak coupon in your mail. Visit Gutter.com.
16: Welcome back to Everett Memorial Stadium, where we're counting down to the kickoff between the Mariner Marauders and the Cascade Bruins. Stay with us for our postgame show today. He'll name the KRKO Radio Sports All-State Good Hands Player of the Game, presented by All-State Insurance Agent Brian Reed. We'll talk to him on the field. He'll be presented with a sweatshirt from Screen Printing Northwest. Our pregame coaches interviews brought to you by the Buzz-In Steakhouse. If you're looking for a great deal and a great meal, head to the Buzz-In Steakhouse. Enjoy their signature breakfast Monday through Friday until 1030 for just $4.99. Twelve locations to serve you including the corner of Broadway and Pacific in downtown Everett. Let's run down the scoreboard that we have so far with our late start here. gets uh, pretty much almost halftime for most of these games around Snohomish County. Again, if you're looking for baseball here on KRKO, the Everett Aqua Sox, the Eugene Emeralds are playing baseball at PK Park in Eugene. That game is just up the dial at Classic Country KXA, 1520 a.m. and FM 101 or on the KXA app. So let's run down the scores. Shortcrest leading Mount Lake Terrace in the third quarter, 41-0. That's a first of a doubleheader down at Edmonds District Stadium. Monroe 14. Glacier Peak 13. That is in the second quarter. Tornado Ted Beener's out there. We're going to hear from him coming up in just a little while. Kamiak, seven. Shortwood nothing. That's a first quarter score. Second quarter, Mount Vernon leading Marysville Getchell seven to six. First quarter score, end of the first quarter. Arlington 20. Oak Harbor nothing. Marysville-Pilchuk leading Stanwood, 14-0 in the second quarter. Archbishop Murphy is leading Fife, 7-3 in the second quarter. Burlington Edison in the first quarter leading Cedar Crest, 7-0. Granite Falls, go Tigers, 25-0. They're leading Friday Harbor. That was a 6 o'clock start, so that is at the end of the second quarter. And Ferndale, Linden in the first quarter. Ferndale will the early lead, 7-0 over the Linden Lions. Let's get a pinpoint AccuWeather double double Doppler weather forecast from KRKL's chief meteorologist, Tornado Ted Beener, for this uh, second week of high school football here in Snohomish County in western Washington. Ted.
8: Well, clouds will blanket Everett Memorial Stadium for tonight's contest. It is possible a few sprinkles may fall as well. Kickoff temperature, that'll be right around 63 degrees with a light northerly wind. So have that jacket or sweatshirt handy. Looking ahead for the weekend, the clouds and the threat of sprinkles continue tomorrow with highs 65 to 70. Then the sun should break through the clouds on Sunday with highs in the 60s. I'm North Sound meteorologist Ted Beener. The Wesco Tonight pregame show continues after this timeout.
12: No man, no woman, no one left behind. For the VFW, it's a credo that stands long after our fighting days are over. Because our service never stops. We're still serving, which is why we pledge to help our own, no matter where they are or when they need us. Standing in lockstep with those who stood so courageously for everyone else. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at VFW.org.
13: We chose Square Foot Construction because they were honest up front and straightforward. Lee and Shane for Square Foot Construction in Marysville, and coming soon to Burlington.
14: After the remodel, there's no walls in there to block. The roof was raised 14 inches. It's very modern. It's crisp.
1: It's got the perfect countertops. It's got an in-drawer microwave. They did an amazing job with the cabinets.
14: Man, it looks like a million bucks.
13: Your dream, their team. Squarefootllcconstruction.com. You're out for the night thinking your home is safe because you lock the doors and windows, and then suddenly you can't always be at home, but with Northwest Security and Sound of Snowmish, you don't have to be. They design state-of-the-art custom security solutions to meet your specific needs for your home or office. They also have home automation systems that can dim your lights, raise or lower your temperatures, close or open the blinds, and even water the lawn. Let Northwest Security and Sound protect what's important to you. Find them online at nwsecurityandsound.biz. That's nwsecurityandsound.biz. Nothing says woo fun like a brand new battery for your garden tractor, right? I know, it's hard not
0: to get excited about starting up that tractor and taming your own home prairie, so I'm thinking this might be your year for a Pacific Power Battery. Why us? Well, heck, why not? We're conveniently located, experienced, well-stocked, freshly scrubbed, and we recycle auto batteries, household batteries, and some electronics. Pacific Power Batteries, a locally owned company with a soul.
23: Let's Talk Websites
16: and Podcasts. We invite everybody to listen to our Prep Sports Weekly show every Monday night at 7 o'clock on KRKO AM 1380, FM 95.3, online at krko.com, and available anywhere on the KRKO app. You can also listen to the show anytime after it's over as a podcast at krko.com. Plus, tonight's game will be available in its entirety also on krko.com. Coming up next, today's opening kickoff and game action. The Mariner Marauders have traveled north to meet the Cascade Bruins. You're listening to So Much County Western Conference football playoff action. Not playoffs. Second game of the season on Kerrville AM 138 FM 95.3. Everett's Greatest Hits, Sports, and More.
5: family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now.
13: 800-668-0042. 800-668-0042. 800-668-0042. That's 800-668-0042.
20: Wild Birds Unlimited.
21: It's fledgling season, so stop by Wild Birds Unlimited and stock up so the baby birds can get plenty to eat too. Fledglings may need different foods than adult birds, so talk to the experts at your Everett Wild Birds Unlimited about the birds in your yard. They've got what your birds need at Wild Birds Unlimited, Evergreen Way, next to QFC.
20: Wild Birds Unlimited. We bring people and nature together.
22: Fix and flip projects are important for improving all types of communities. But to succeed, you need a partner that understands what a property flipper really needs. Trust New Horizon Capital Funding, based right here in Bothell, but with access to lenders all over the country. With fast financing for a fast-paced real estate market, fix and flip loans can provide the cash you need to grow your real estate portfolio and quickly take advantage of real estate project opportunities just over the new horizon. Start your fix and flip project with New Horizon Capital Funding. get your money in as little as 10 days contact us today at newhorizoncapitalfunding.com
2: everett's greatest hits sports and more krko everett the following is a sports exclusive of krko am 1380 and fm 95.3 this is krko everett than a half a century, KRKO Radio has brought you the best of Snohomish County High School football. The tradition continues.
16: First down, 31 yards to go for Arlington. Shotgun snap, no back. He'll throw it, it's gonna be complete, It gets up to the back. Kate
2: Younger, 30, 25, 20. We'll take it all back. It's nine, says Kate Younger. Touchdown, Arlington! <coughs> Shotgun snapper for Goso.
16: throws it left-hand side. 20, 25, 30. Running with a he's at gone the 40 at the
2: 50 that's Lane. At the 40 at the 30 Up the left hand side 81 yards touchdown monroe with
16: a shotgun snap of a third and two taken away from the first man it's running bad, i was it's just gonna, gonna say play. everett doesn't have a free gardoski gardoski heads at the 30 at the 20. gardoski in the end zone touchdown griffin gardoski 68 yards Touchdown Arlington! He's been kind of silent tonight, but Griffin Kardosky says, give me the ball and I'll get you six. (coughs) That's Mayahi at the 30, 35 at the 40. At the 45 at the 50, still on his feet. Big chase at the 40. He's at the 30. Looking back to the defender.
2: At the 10, the 5. Touchdown! Netherdale! 80 yards! by Mayahi! Touchdown! Maverick. We are the station of record and the home of legends. Over the air at 1380 AM and FM 95.3. Streaming live at krko.com and available anywhere on the KRKO app. back drops back to pass. Locked one to the corner of the end zone. Sucalas goes up and gets it. Touchdown Arlington to Michael Sucalas who just
16: goes up and gets the football. <laughs> up. Carson inside. And he'll Excellent. run 40. He's at the 50. He's at the 40. See you later. Reservations
20: for 6, hit 5. Touchdown. Marysville Pilchuck. He's
2: bad. This is the best of Snohomish County high school football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports and more. And we come to you live from Everett Memorial
16: Stadium for this non-league matchup between the Cascade Bruins and the Mariner Marauders. High school football action tonight brought to you in part by the Buzz In Steakhouse, Hat Trick Northwest, the law office of Russell and Hill, Screen Printing Northwest, and by the hometown handyman. Along with former Jackson football coach Joel Vincent, I'm Tom Lafferty, Bill Kusler. Is on the sidelines today, our spotter is Jay Pulliam, our statistician is Joel Boyer, our radio network producer is Brandon Hamilton, Tornado Ted Beaner. Has dispatched him to Monroe for tonight's game between the Glacier Beach Grizzlies and the Monroe Bearcats. We're set to get underway. The kicker is Israel Calderon for Mariner and we are underway. He kind of squibs it along the sideline and it goes out of bounds and the flags will fly and it'll put it out to the 35 yard line. So Cascade will have the football first here in the game and the Bruins will put it in action. They'll start quarterback Josh Moritz, halfback Zach Lopez, fullback Julian Thomas, the wingback Lyle Panala, the wide receiver jo- Jordan Merleli, the tight end Ronan McKay, the tackles are Ian Humphreys and Matt Phillips, the guards are Josh Maxwell and Connor Olsen, the center is David Schmidt, you don't hear the name Xander Larson there, and we tried to, coach, we tried to pump the, uh, even the uh, trainer wouldn't let
19: us know why he's not playing. No, that's double top secret information, <laughs> I guess we're not, we don't have uh, security clearance for,
16: so. So so Xander Larson not in on the depth chart and not in the starting lineup, but here we go. It's first and ten for the Cascade Bruins. They'll start from their own 35-yard line moving from left to right. They'll give it an the inside handoff, and it'll be right straight up the gut out for about a three-yard gain, and that'll be Julian Thomas who will carry it, probably with Xander Larson not in you would guess Thomas will get the bulk of the carries.
19: Yeah, I think we're going to see number two carry the rock quite a bit tonight, especially if Xander's not playing.
16: So we'll bring up now second down, eight yards to go here at Everett Memorial Stadium. Cascade in their crimson jerseys and pants. White numbers, white helmets moving from left to right. Second down, eight yards to go from the 37-yard line. Motion man through the formation. The quarterback's under center. They give it to Thomas again. He'll scoot out to about the 40-yard line, so gain of about three. So we will bring up third and five coming up here for the Cascade Bruins in the opening possession of the football game. The Mariner defense, it looks like this. The end, Donnell Johnson and Ben Fortuoli. The tackles are Kareem Young, Tyler Lore, Israel Calderon. The linebackers, Isaac Aeney, Maxim Savchuk, and, uh, and Tavon C., the defensive backfield is is Isaiah Cuellar, Cortez williams and Mackie-James. Third down, five yards to go. Motion man out of the formation. Give it to Zach Lopez. Lopez scoots around the right side, 45-50, and into mariner territory so a little quick opener on the right side and that'll net him a first down and put him all the way out to the 46 yard line nice run there
19: yeah pretty standard wing t series there two inside trap plays to start which is kind of a base play out of that offense and then they hit him with a buck sweep off that fake and then uh, we're looking at first down go
16: to the over under on passes tonight for both teams is 10 and a half where are you, where are you at
19: i'm taking the under
16: <laughs> okay good we may be out of here on time First, not after last week, they owe us. <laughs> they do. First and 10 from the 46-yard line. Right hash mark, Cascades opening possession. Lone set back behind to put a motion man in formation. Uh, Thomas will run it around the left-hand side at the 45-40. Quickly out to the 35-30, and then run out of bounds inside the 30-yard line. In fact, he gets all the way down to the 25-yard line on the run by Julian Thomas gain of uh, nearly 20 yards it'll be first and ten for Cascade pretty impressive looking here this opening drive
19: yeah pretty impressive and that was pretty athletic by that young man that was not where that play was designed to go that was a lead and uh, he bounced it outside showed his athleticism and uh, beat all the Mariner defenders to the corner he went out of bounds we're at 9.59 to go in the opening quarter so we're two minutes in and Cascade is
16: fairly deep now into Mariner territory down to the 25 yard line off the left hash The quarterback is Josh Moritz. He's a 5'8", 160-pound quarterback. Bought the left hash on a first and 10 play. Turn around. It'll be Tom. No, check it. It'll be Zach Lopez around the right side. Juggle the football for a moment at the 25. Gets down to the 20-yard line. Coach, he almost didn't get the handle on it.
19: He almost didn't, and I'm sure uh, Coach C's heart rate went up there a little bit. (laughs) But uh, he gathered it all in and uh, actually got a pretty decent gain out of it.
16: Gain of six. Put him down to the... He's at about the 19-yard line, so it's going to be second down. We'll call it four yards to go here for the C- Cascade Bruins at the Mariner 19-yard line. Moritz calls the signals. Motion man back through the formation. Give it to Thomas on the inside handoff, looking for some running room. But that time, the interior of that defensive line for Mariner stiffens doesn't let him really get, May
19: actually, no gain on the play. Yeah, that's the third time they've run that inside trap. They haven't had a lot of success with it, but that's a staple of the wing tee, and it's going to keep that defense honest. they got to honor that inside run. So that'll bring up now third down and four yards to go. What are you seeing, Coach? Xander, or somebody number five, just entered the game. Okay. Okay. W-
16: listed as a wideout now and he sets up a, at an end position. Now he goes out splits to the right at the 20, across the 20 but they will run to Zach Lopez on the left hand side at the 15. Then he's going to be just throwing out of bounds by the jersey but he's going to get enough for the first down. Cortez Williams comes up and puts the hit on him. Throws him out of bounds but he'll get a gain of 5 and that'll put him down inside the 15 yard line. So I think we're going to go with that being Xander Williams nelson there wearing number five we haven't heard anything different we haven't
19: heard anything different uh, according to the information we have yeah number five is Xander larson
16: and again he was not listed on the uh depth chart. on the depth chart at all so of course those are about worth what the paper they're printed on so from the 14 yard line they'll run the football that's thomas the right side 10 thomas at the five and into the end zone touchdown touchdown cascade 15 yards away by julian thomas Boy, they moved it very quickly
19: right down the field. Didn't okay. Very efficient, very efficient. Uh, that's uh, that's a coach's dream when you run the wing tee. That's the way you do it. Let's go downstairs to Bill Kusser. Bill.
17: I just think it's really interesting when you see Julian Thomas. He's listed as their fullback, and he's playing the fullback position at 5'8", 170. You always think of fullbacks as being those big Larry Zonka grinder type guys, but his quickness, he gets through that hole so fast.
16: He does, and right into the end zone, the first score of the ball game belongs to the Cascade Bruins trying for the addition of the extra point. Oh, flags will fly before they can get the ball snapped. Braden Gardner is the uh, kicker. Josh Merritt, the uh, quarterback, is the holder. That's going to be, I think, defensive encroachment.
19: That is correct. They just went half the distance. So from the three to the one and a half, and it looks like Cascade's going to stick with the decision to kick it. Sometimes you see teams go for two after that happens.
16: So Gardner ready to add the extra point. Here's the snap, the kick on the way. It's up, and it kind of just sidewinds it through. But it's up, and it is good. So seven minutes and 49 seconds to go in the opening quarter. It's the Cascade Bruins seven. The Mariner Marauders nothing. Mariner gets the football next right here on KRKO.
26: Ace Hardware is a helpful place with prompt, friendly service, knowledge, and the little things that make a big difference. Service. Selection.
11: Advice. Community involvement. Competitive prices.
26: Convenience.
11: Located near you. And
26: the things you need, such as house keys, lawn and garden, plumbing, electrical, hardware, grills,
11: outdoor living supplies,
26: and even nuts and bolts.
11: When you visit Ace Hardware, you'll be greeted at the door and given the help you need.
26: So come visit us at Ace Hardware in Evergreen Way in Everett, Lake Stevens, and now Stanford. Ace is the place with the
20: helpful hardware.
16: Well, the Cascade Bruins just moved the ball right on down the field and put it into the end zone. We'll take a look at that scoring drive here in just a minute. Coach, I
19: was kind of impressed. Yeah, it was uh, uh, very methodical, very <laughs> methodical, uh, very, uh, very straightforward. Nothing fancy. And uh, obviously, uh, Coach Stewart's going to have to huddle his defensive guys together and uh, make some adjustments.
16: So we'll take a look at the scoring drive after the uh, kickoff here, Gardner to kick it, ball set up at the 40-yard line, we're at 7.49 to go in the opening quarter here at Everett Memorial Stadium, here's the approach, it's going to be an onside, kind of a squib onside, if you will, it'll be fielded at the 35-yard line, so exactly the same spot, that's where Mariner will start, and it'll be first and 10, and Joel Boyer, here you go, scoring drive.
29: Well, that first scoring drive by Cascade was a 65-yard drive, eight plays, all of them running plays, as we talked about. It lasted four minutes, 11 seconds. It was capped off by a 14-yard touchdown by Julian Thomas. The extra point was good by Braden Gardner.
16: Look at you. Look at you, the basketball guy. You are a natural. <laughs> taking Buddy Patrick's place tonight. Yeah, that people- scoring recap brought to you by GSR Reynolds in Monroe, serving East King and Stalbush counties with quality party. And equipment, Reynolds, go to GSR Reynolds. Com. First and 10 from the 35-yard line. They fake the blitz. Oh, they bring somebody, but they're going to throw the ball over the left-hand side at the 40. Williams at the 45, at the 50, 45, 40, and all the way down to the 35-yard line. Cortez Williams hauled that in, then he looked upfield and didn't
19: see a lot of red shirts in front of him. And he goes kind of off to the races. Yeah, just a little flat pass and uh, a little pitch and catch, and he's off the race. He's a, he's a big fella. He's a big kid. Yeah, and we don't have his his height and weight here. So just, okay.
16: Okay, so 5'11", 170 is what we're told. Yeah, he's put together. So from the 37-yard line, 36-yard line, right to Cortez Williams, who will carry the ball, still trying to carry guys with him. He'll get to the 35. They'll give him further progress to the 34-yard line. So gain of a couple. So they go with a little wildcat action, Coach, and just...
19: I it right to him. Well, that's what we were talking about in the pregame. Coach Stewart, uh, first play they throw it to the flat to him and then the second play they just line him up in the wildcat and, and snap it to him. Still like you're taking the under on ten and a half passes? Absolutely. Okay, second
16: down, eight yards to go at the 34 yard line for the Mariner Marauders. White jerseys, gold pants, gold numbers with the smallest little bit of Navy piping around them, so it's really hard to see the numbers and Navy blue helmets from the 35 yard line it's going to be uh, Damian Bagley the quarterback will keep it at the 25 20 15 and all the way down inside the 15 yard line Damian Bagley is the the quarterback for the Mariner Marauders their offense from left end Brandon Rutledge Ahmed Alkayat the left tackle Lorenzo Pranger Noah Gomes is the left guard the center is Vicente Sienge Alonso The right guard, Hector Ronan Quintana, and Calvin Gutierrez is the right tackle. We'll give you the offensive backfield after this play. It's first down, 10 yards to go at the 14-yard line for the Marauders of Mariner, moving from right to left. He'll throw the ball over to the flat to the right side. It's going to be complete. Johnny Toledo will haul it in. He'll step out of bounds inside the 10, put him at the 9-yard line. The quarterback, Damian Bagley, Cortez Williams, a halfback, Gianni Toledo is the fullback, and the slotback is Mackie James. Those are the offensive starters for the Mariner Marauders. It's now second down, and we'll call it six yards to go just inside the 10-yard line with Mariner threatening here on their opening possession of the football game. Cascade already scored on their first possession. Quarterback keeper, left-hand side. He runs, Bagley does, down to about... Well, close to the five-yard line. We're down to six minutes to play here in the opening quarter
19: at Everett Memorial Stadium. And that was very well played by the Cascade linebacker there, uh, number 54, Josh Maxwell. So it'll be third down
16: and four yards to go for the Marauders. They're at the, we'll call it the eight-yard line. About the left hash. Kind of slowly walking up. Yeah, Cortez Williams is like a head taller than everybody else out on the field. They'll go out of the shotgun, and then they will stop, and they will have a timeout here called by Cascade. Cascade calls the timeout defensively. Will step aside with five minutes and 42 seconds to go in the first quarter. 7-0 lead for the Cascade Bruins over Mariner, but the Marauders are threatening. Back with more right here on KRKO.
7: All right, guys, bring it on in. Now, this is football, men, and there are two things I want you to remember. First, you have to hit hard to make varsity. And second, you need those big earth movers up front. And speaking of big earth movers, GSR Reynolds in Monroe has a huge selection of earth movers and earth moving accessories. Plus, big equipment to get the job done. And for our big victory celebration, GSR Reynolds also has big selections of tables and chairs, everything you need for a party. That's right, go get them, boys. For more information, go to GSRRentals.com.
2: So the Marauders are
16: threatening to score here on the Cascade Bruins. It's third down and about three yards to go at the seven-yard line. So they can get a first down inside the five. The quarterback is Damian Bagley. Gave it right to Cortez. Heads around the right-hand side. Williams is in. Touchdown. A direct snap to Cortez Williams and a touchdown for the Mariner Marauders. And he goes in from about seven yards out for the, well, not tying score yet, but they have to add the extra point. Fairly methodical
19: there, too. Yeah, and and there's that uh, Mark Stewart wrinkle. I mean, how many times do you see a a quarterback lined up in the backfield become the lead blocker? (laughs) Well,
16: that's a good point. So waiting for the addition of the extra point, Israel Calderon is the kicker. Waiting for the snap here to tie this ball game. They kind of bounced it, so it's going to be picked up by the holder. He's going to head to Becky James, heads to the pylon. He's in. That's a two-point conversion. He is in as the ball bounced, and rather than try to place it, coach, he just said, I'll just run with this thing.
19: Well, you know, the snap bounced back to him. He got up, and at that point, it was a foot race for the pylon, and he won it. He
16: did win it, and we're going to keep it right here as we make the uh, changeover. Let's go down to the field to Bill Kusler. Bill.
17: Well, Mackie James is uh, running off the field very happy, but kind of favoring looks like a hip. He went down hard, and uh, he felt that one, but hopefully he'll be able to shake it off and return. I was just thinking to myself, you know... I've had enough of the UW-Montana, hardly any (laughs) scores. I I like the way this game is shaping up already, and I'd love to see both teams in the 40s.
16: So they will get it all lined up, and we'll take a look at that scoring drive here in just a moment. Yeah, Coach, each team with a possession, each team with a touchdown. We like that.
19: And each team made it look pretty simple and pretty methodical. Right, Right. and
16: Bill mentioned with Mackie James running off and kind of – Everybody kind of converged on him at that pylon. Yeah,
19: yeah. and, and I, I would concur. And half with, of them weren't very happy. Yeah, and I could concur with Bill. It, 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 he didn't, the, the ground was not very friendly. Yeah.
16: Here is the approach by Calderon. This time he'll squib it along the left sideline. Is it going to go out of bounds? It does go out of bounds again, so it'll go off to the 35 yard line. You know, was, the thing is, that 35-yard line is pretty good starting field position.
19: It's starting, it's great starting field position. And those two kicks that the Mariners had it have looked exactly the same. So I don't know if that's intentional or um, a little more time practice on the kicking game, maybe. Today's game brought to you in part by the
16: Lake Stevens and Stand with Ace Hardware Stores. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks stop by and visit Greg and Christine Aglestad at the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store in the Lake Stevens Marketplace. The Everett Ace Hardware Store in the Claremont Village Shopping Center and their newest location at the Hagen Shopping Center in Stanwood. Ace is the place for the helpful hardware folks. So from the 35-yard line, first down and 10 yards to go for Cascade. From the 35-yard line, right hash mark. They'll go with a lone setback behind. They kind of shuffled the deck there. They'll give it to, around the left-hand side, to Lopez. Lopez across the 40. They'll give him forward progress to about the 41-yard line. Pretty good blocking scheme there played that um, that wing tee, boy, you can just tell it from about 10 miles away, can't
19: you? <laughs> Yeah, you can, and, and this quarterback is really good about hiding that football and carrying out his fakes, and that Mariner defense has to have great eye discipline and read their keys and keep their eyes out of the backfield. So gain of six, second down, and four yards to go for Cascade.
16: Coming up on five minutes of play in the opening quarter, quickly played opening quarter, each team with one possession, each team. Oh, we haven't looked at the uh, scoring drive. We'll do that, I promise, Joel, after this play. Second down, four yards to go from the 41-yard line for Cascade. Under center now is the quarterback. They'll give it on the handoff to Thomas around the left side. He'll get out to about the 44-yard line. Let's go to Joel with a look at that scoring drive.
29: That last scoring drive for Mariner was uh, 65 yards in length. It was a total of six plays, four runs, two pass. Note that for the uh, over under 10 and a half. It took 2 minutes, 12 seconds off, uh, off the clock there. The scoring play was Cartez williams a 7-yard touchdown run, and that 2-point conversion uh, is scored by Mackie James there.
16: So it'll be 3rd down and a yard to go here for the Cascade Bruins. They give it to the setback. Julian Thomas, he'll easily get it. Somebody somebody threw a shoe as well, but Thomas, Thomas rumbled across the 45 out to the... 48-yard line, it'll be first and 10 for the Cascade Bruins. There's a good farrier when you need one. That's right. (laughs) There there are four people in this entire stadium that know what a farrier is.
23: I
19: grew up in eastern
16: Washington.
23: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
16: You you might need a haberdasher, too. You never know. So it'll be first and 10 for the Cascade Bruins. They're at the 48-yard line. Here come the Bruins up to the line of scrimmage. Turn around, handoff. They'll give it to Zach Lopez. Lopez across the 50 into Mariner territory, down to the 47-yard line. Zach Lopez, the quick opener there. He gets the uh, carry. Give him five yards. It'll be second down, five yards to go coming up here for the Cascade Bruins. Cascade, we mentioned, got a win a week ago as they beat jackson they did beat jackson it's 50 30 wasn't it
19: that was that's correct it was so they got out to that big lead and then the next time we were at Snowmish, we heard it got close 33 30 and then they kind of pulled away at the end
16: so it'll be second and five here for cascade from the 47 yard line off the right hash mark josh moritz is the quarterback they give it to thomas from the left hand side at the 45 and the 40 keeps running out the left hand side at the 35 and goes out of bounds on the far sideline but not before he gets another first down put him inside. Very helpful block by Zach Lopez. Put him down inside the 35 yard line. In fact, they put him down at the 32. Nice game there and a first
19: and ten coming up here for Cascade. And that was interesting because when the ball was handed, Zach Lopez was behind and he had to like pass him to get out there and get that block. <laughs> Cortez Williams is down
16: as he was hurt on the far sideline when he was making the tackles as, as a ball went out of bounds. It, they're looking at his left knee, and he's kind of up on his elbows now. He's out of bounds on the far sideline, but they've stopped play here where Cortez Williams gets hurt playing defense.
19: That was a pretty, pretty good collision over there between him and, uh, and uh, oh boy, name escapes me. <laughs> Number two, Lopez. No, Julian Thomas. Yes, Mr. Mr. Thomas.
16: Yeah, let's go down on the field to Bill.
17: And go ahead. I'm curious about Coach Vincent and how he feels about when you really have a star offensive player. Um, do you have any concerns about playing in both ways?
19: Well, you know, to answer, it really all comes down to depth and, and what you've got. And I always tried my best to try – to play guys one way you know they were either offense or they were defense maybe if they were a good athlete they could be a starter on offense and a backup on defense but you know it's not always you don't always get the ideal situation bill and sometimes your best running backs your best safety and so that's what you got to run with except your quarterback right uh, yeah <laughs> I, yeah you know me well tom i didn't play my quarterbacks on defense no
18: you only get a few of
19: those you have never out. seen andy gay playing defense or some of those guys yeah. right right so and Brown did not play defense.
16: First down, 10 yards to go at the 32-yard line for Cascade. He did get up and walk off the field under his own power, Cortez Williams. Give it on the handoff around the right-hand side to Lopez. He'll crash forward to about the 30-yard line. So gain of a couple here for Lopez. He'll put him down at the 30-yard line. We're inside two and a half minutes to play in the first quarter at Everett Memorial Stadium. Game two of the doubleheader here at the stadium. In the first game, Everett beat Jackson 34-10. We'll give you a complete rundown of all the scores coming up at halftime. A lot of them rolling in on this Friday night of football. It's second down and eight yards to go. Turn around, they're going to throw. Drops back to pass. Being pressured. Throws it over the right side. Into traffic and incomplete. Intended receiver was Ronan McCaig. They don't throw it very often, and that time was right into traffic. And uh, the defender had a chance to uh, make the play as well. That's Calderon. And he's the kicker as well. So he
19: uh, knocked the ball away, brings up third down and eight yards to go at the 30-yard line for Cascade. Well, you know, Cascade for a long time. And when they won the state title under Coach Ennis, were are winged team. And he was a master of the wing team. And I remember sitting with him one time in his office saying, Coach Ennis, why don't you throw the ball more? And he says, well, when you throw the ball, three things can happen and two of them are bad. <laughs> third down and eight yards to go at the 30-yard line.
16: Rolling back, double fake, drops back, has time, throws it into no man's land. Actually, I think, Bill Kusler, I think you were uh, had a chance to make that catch there.
17: Well, I, after seeing uh, Williams go down the, the other play and bounce off of this turf, I wisely decided to <laughs> just hold my ground.
16: <laughs> there you go.
17: So about will bring up fourth down here
16: for the Cascade Bruins at the 30-yard line. With 207 to go in a tie ball game.
19: Sometimes Bill retreat is the better part of dollar. <laughs>
16: <laughs> so fourth down, eight yards to go at the thirty-yard line, and Cascade's gonna go for it here as they come up to the line of scrimmage. Ritz puts a man in motion. Toss it to him around the left side at the 30, 25. Lyle's down to the 20 at the 15. All the way down. to drag down inside the 10-yard line. Lyle Panala will get the, the uh, little toss, and he showed a little burst of energy, burst of speed. And puts it down inside the 10-yard line. It's going to be first down goal to go coming up here for the Bruins.
19: Great, great play design there. That's this the wing, wing tee quick pitch, we call it. Um, it's tough to defend. The tough thing about the wing tee, Tom, is that a balanced set if you put it on paper there's five and a half guys on that side of the ball and five and a half on the other and you have to pick so it's pick your poison it's, right? it's tough so first down goal to go at the nine
16: yard line inside handoff thomas who almost barely got the ball it, thomas almost ran into the quarterback before he got the football he'll get a couple of yards put him down they'll spot the football just inside the seven yard line so it'll be second down goal to go coming up here for the Cascade Bruins it's a 7-7 tie We're at a minute 23 to play in the first quarter here at Everett Memorial Stadium Tom Lafferty along with Joel Vincent, Bill Kusler down on the sideline our usual sideline guy Steve Willits is with the Everett Aqua Sox down in Eugene, Oregon he'll be back with us next week when we're at Marysville second down goal to go at the seven yard line toss sweeper on the right hand side that is Thomas. Thomas looking to turn the corner. He does at the five and dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Cascade. Julian Thomas turned the corner and then saw
19: that kind of a lighter shade of green in there for the end zone. And said, That's mine, and he's in. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of finesse and a lot of muscle there. So we put it in, and Cascade retakes the lead. They took a 7-0 lead. Mariner
16: had an eight. O- you know, the scoreboard has been saying 7-7, and then it finally switched to 8-7. <laughs> it's 13-8 now with the addition of the extra point. So I've been saying 7-7. We haven't been tied. It was a two-point conversion. Here is the placement. The kick is up, and it is good. So with 55 seconds to go here in the opening quarter of Action, our score, it's the Cascade Bruins 14, the Mariner Marauders 8, back with more from Everett Memorial Stadium right after this timeout.
26: I'm attorney Dean Swanson. And I'm attorney Brandon Bachelor of the law firm Russell & Hill. Nursing homes should be taking great care of our vulnerable and elderly. But some nursing home
22: companies are only out to make a buck. What does that mean for our loved ones? Abuse, neglect, injury, or worse? If you or a loved one has been injured in a nursing home, call Dean and Brandon at Russell & Hill.
20: Russell & Hill will fight for you. Call 800-LAW-0842.
16: 55 seconds to play in the first quarter of action here at Everett Memorial Stadium. Actually, I'm gonna do some on-air producing here. Brandon, if you can get Ted to call in, we'll go to him between the quarter break here, if we can do that. And I'll get an indication in my ear if we can do that. We're also gonna get the uh, scoring drive for the Cascade Bruins. Two possessions, two drives, four scores for Cascade. And now Mariners gonna get their second possession here. And coming up after the kick by Braden Gardner, he kind of a uh, kind of a low line drive kick picked up the 25 yard line, 30, 35, and that's going to be out to about the 37 yard line. Isaiah Cuellar will bring it out to the 37 yard line. It'll be first and ten, and let's go to Joel with a look at that scoring drive earlier. Joel,
29: yeah, that last scoring drive for Cascade it was a total length of 65 yards, 11 plays, nine runs, two passes. Uh, took four minutes and 47 seconds there. And the capper was Julian Thomas with that six-yard touchdown with that extra point good by Brandon Gardner. Braden Gardner again, uh, Cascade up
16: 14-8. Now, scoring recap brought to you by the Law Office of Russell and Hill, proud sponsors of the Boy and Girl Athlete of the Month and Athletes of the Year program. Russell and Hill call the 1-800-LAW-0842. First and 10 from the 38-yard line. Shotgun snap, back to pass. He'll throw, Bagley will, throws into traffic and incomplete. Boy, almost a, almost a call you could get a, a defensive pass interference, but they will not do it as he threw it into traffic. Incomplete pass for Damian Bagley. And we've got a Cascade player on hold. Okay, we have a Cascade player who's down holding his right knee. And so, in fact, let's out at Monroe High School as we have a break in the action here, let's go to Turner Ted Beener with a report on the Glacier Peak-Monroe game. Ted.
8: All right, thanks, Tom. Here at Monroe Bearcats Stadium, we have a halftime score of the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 22 and the Monroe Bearcats 14. This contest got off to a bang as the Bearcats from their first play of scrimmage ran a flea flicker, resulting in an 80-yard TD pass to Cole Pruitt. First quarter continued with big plays. Glacier Peak entered with a 74-yard TD pass to Trey Lechner, and Monroe replied with a 30-yard TD pass to Wall Emsley and that gave Monroe a 14-6 lead at the end of the first quarter. Glacier Peak started the second quarter with a 41-yard TD pass to Jaden Clapp, closing the score to 14-13 Monroe. There are turnovers by both teams, followed by a tackle of Bearcat, a Bearcat quarterback Evan Leggett in the end zone for a safety, and that gave Glacier Peak its first lead of the game, 15-14. After a pair of long field goal attempts by both teams that fell short, Glacier Peak finished the half with a long 55-yard TD pass with quarterback River Lyons connecting with Trey Lechner again for a 22-14 lead. So at halftime here at Bearcat Stadium, it is the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 22 and the Monroe Bearcats 14. Back to you, Tom.
16: Thank you very much, Ted. Out in Monroe for the Glacier Peak-Monroe game. We just had one carry here as the uh, injured player did get up and walk off to the Cascade sideline. Damian Bagley on a quarterback keeper carries for a couple of yards put him out it's going to be third down and eight yards to go at the 40 yard line for the Mariner Marauders and now we're going to have the clock come to an end triple zeros on the clock and we will take a break as we have reached the end of the first quarter with our score the Cascade Bruins 14 the Mariner Marauders 8. Second quarter action coming up right after this timeout
30: Looking for new furniture? There's always a great selection at Ericsson's. New styles, new colors, new looks, and always affordable prices. Ericsson Furniture has just what you're looking for, in stock and on sale. Name brand furniture and mattresses, design services, and five-star delivery. Let Ericsson Furniture help you get the look you want for less, a lot less. Ericsson Furniture, in Everett at 2015 Broadway and online at ericssonfurniture.com.
9: If you've been hurt in the job or suffered a personal injury and you're seeking wage replacement, permanent partial disability, or total disability, and you're having trouble getting your claim settled, you need the Law Offices of Dale Wagner Law on your side. Their knowledge and experience cuts through the red tape involving personal injury, disability, and workman's compensation claims. Let the Dale Wagner Law team fight for you to get the full benefits you deserve. Find out more online at dalewagnerlaw.com. That's dalewagnerlaw.com.
16: Second quarter action, third down for Mariner, third and eight from the 40-yard line. As the quarterback of Bagley throws incomplete, had a man wide open. Israel Calderon couldn't turn around and make the catch. Incomplete pass, brings up fourth down. They'll have to punt the football away. And we have not seen Cartes Williams return to the fold. He was doing some warm-ups over on the far side, but Coach... Not ready to go back in yet.
19: Yeah, I I think if he was ready, he'd be in, and it'll be interesting. uh, You know, he's going to get a little time here uh, now that they're going to uh, defense, and maybe we'll see him in that next series.
16: That's where he got hurt on defense, too. So fourth down, eight yards to go at the 40-yard line. Calderon will punt the football here. Just underway, second quarter at Everett Memorial Stadium. Kind of a low snap, a high end-over-end kick. It's boy, we're going to have flags come in as we're going to have a clip or uh, interference trying to make the catch. I'm not sure, but one, two, three flags that I see on
19: the field. A lot of yellow laundry. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be catch interference. He's uh, got his eyes up. He's waiting for the punt to come down and that Mariner player collisions him. So... Okay, we're going to go to
17: Bill.
16: Bill, I think you, you've you been sleuthing around down there, haven't you?
17: I have. And the wide receiver who's wearing number five is Jordan Miller um who was number nine in our programs. So he's wearing okay. number five tonight.
16: Okay. So that is not Xander Larson. So Xander Larson is not participating this evening. And Jordan is 6'2. So that, that makes way, way more sense.
19: I thought it was a typo. <laughs>
16: So this is going to be, so I don't know, fair catch interference or just interfering with it's the It's just
19: interfering with the with the uh, returner. It's 15 yards,
16: whatever it is, because it's going to put it all the way out to the 49-yard line. So Cascade will take the three yards any way they can get it. So it'll be first and 10 for Cascade. They'll start this drive from the 49-yard line. They're on 49, so only 51 yards away from the end zone. Under center is the quarterback, Josh Moritz. Takes a snap to give it to Thomas. Now this play is going to unwind in slow motion. They gave it to Thomas on the inside handoff. He had quite a little bit of an opening there. There was something there. But there was also a penalty there for both of the side judges there. We haven't given you the uh, officials, which we will here. It's going to be a false snap against Cascade. Scott Rowan is the referee. The umpire is Miles Brenner. The linesman is Brian Klute. The line judge is Dan Curry, and the back judge is Preston O'Malley. So, loss of five on the penalty. It's going to be first down, 15 yards to go from the 44-yard line. Ball in the center of the field. Cascade moving from right to left, and they have the 14 to 8 lead. Turnaround handoff. Ooh, in the backfield, nearly fumble. It's going to be all the way back to the 35-yard line. Lyle Panala got the got the football. And then he got a whole faceful of guys. From South Everett, further yeah. south and Cascade
19: is. Yeah, the Mariner guys got there, got to him right about his, the same time the ball did, yeah. and uh, that's a they're running a wing tee crisscross there. That's a double handoff, and it's meant to be a counter. And uh, boy, Mariner sniffed that thing out. Yeah, it's not, it's not meant to lose about eight yards on the play. No, and and wing tee offenses aren't built for second and twenty-five either. Yeah, second at a country mile. it's yes. going to hurt my over-under number here. I think second down and 25 yards to go here.
16: The quarterback drops back. He'll throw one over the middle. It's going to be nearly. It is. It's simultaneous possession. I go to the receiver. Who they say? Well, no one. Zach Lopez hauled it in for Cascade, but the defender was there, too. They haven't signaled yet. Yes, they do. It's going to be
19: Cascade football. Well, everybody in the audience just needs to think of Golden Tate. Yep, it's the same thing. A simultaneous possession will always go to the offensive player.
17: Bill. That was a tremendous play by the receiver because the defender had the ball first. He was coming down with it. The receiver snuck his arms in then and grabbed it before he hit the ground. That was a tremendously heads-up play by the Cascade receiver.
16: Well, coach, that's a good good memory. The the golden take play, that's true. Mm-hmm. So at the 39-yard line, Cascade gets new life. After they get the completion downfield, it'll be first down 10 yards to go for the Bruins. Give it to Thomas on the inside handoff. He's going to get spun around a couple of times, and down he will go nowhere. In fact, he's going to lose a yard, put him back to the 40-yard line. Yeah, that's a heads-up, going back to that previous play, heads-up play by the receiver. Coach, just put your arms in there and just pretend that you were there.
19: Well, yeah, I mean, it's never give up. Um, He gets his arms in there, and they both go down locked on the ball. He's going to win. Second down, 11 yards to go for Cascade.
16: Bruins with a 14-8 lead over Mariner. They're at the 40-yard line of the Marauders. And on second and 11, they put a man in motion. They'll toss it to him around the right side. That's Panala. Panala will get to the 40, back to the line of scrimmage. That's it. He's going to get no gain on the play. Ran a long way, went in motion, and then they got him on the toss, but they're going to get no gain on the play. Put him right
19: back at the 40-yard line. And that's the second time we've seen that play, and it went big the first time, and Mariner does a much better job there. Mariner seems like half their
16: team is limping because they are kind of, they stopped play there to take a player that was in some distress off the field. He's over there talking to the training staff as
19: well. Neither of these teams have a lot of bodies, so um, they need to keep these guys healthy. Third down, 11 yards to go at the
16: 40-yard line for Cascade. Dropping back passes pass looking downfield, looking to the corner, has a man there, but it's going to be incomplete. Jordan Mullally, wearing number five, he could not catch up with the football, threw it a little bit too far. That'll bring up fourth down here for Cascade. Kind of in that no-man's land, Coach. You go for it, or do you?
19: I'll take a look at the scoreboard first. <laughs> uh,
16: what uh, what, yeah, what yeah. does your card say? Uh, it says go. Go for it, even on fourth and 11. You bet. Fourth down, 11 yards to go at the 40-yard line. And Cascade will indeed go for it. They come up the line, ball to the right hash mark. Josh Moritz, the quarterback, drops back. Looks like he's he's going to punt it. He's going to drop back and punt the football. Kind of a short drop back. Kind of rugby kicks it over to the right side. Angles it toward the out-of-bounds line. And it will go out-of-bounds at the 12-yard line. And that's where the Mariner Marauders will put it to play. First and ten. They'll start from their own 12 down 14 to 8. Update you on a couple of scores that have come in. Shortcrest is all over Lake Harrison in the third quarter, 41 to nothing. The first game of the doubleheader here, 34-10. Everett beat Jackson. Glacier Peak 22, Monroe 14. That was a half. We heard that from Tornado Ted Beener. Also at the half, Marysville Getchell leading Mount Vernon 17. To 14. We see Marysville Getchell and Marysville Pilchuck next week. The battle for the Berry Bowl. We'll see the stadium right here in Carefield next Friday night. Back to our regular start time. 6.30 pregame show. 7 o'clock to kickoff, if the game gets played. First, I haven't heard anything. I'm just saying that. At the 11-yard line, first, the 12-yard line, first and 10. Keeper around the right-hand side by the quarterback. Gets out across the 20, out across the 25 and all the way out to the 26-yard line. The quarterback, Damian Bagley, kept the football. Ran it out there, got a nice gain, and give him some breathing room outside the 25-yard line.
19: And I have a feeling if, if, if we don't see uh, Cortez Williams, we might see a lot more of that.
16: Right. So the quarterback kept it. Can, have we put eyes on Cortez Williams over there? On the far, here, there on the far sideline are the Marauders. You better have binoculars with those numbers. Yeah. You can find him. <laughs> Even with those, it's not much. So from just across the 25-yard line, his first down, 10 yards to go for Mariner. Direct snap back, and down he will go. He will be sacked. The quarterback got it. Josh Maxwell gets the quarterback sack. Damian Bagley took the direct snap, took the uh, shotgun snap, and gets it dropped for about a
19: eight-yard loss by Juan Ramirez, who's uh, playing the uh, left defensive end for Cascade. Uh, he'll get credit for that sack. Mariners kind of stuck in
16: reverse here a little bit. We're at 7.49 to go in the first half of action. A 14-8 lead for the Cascade Bruins. Marauders with a football now facing a second down. 18 yards to go. And they'll get the quarterback. They'll actually go directly to Israel Calderon. Calderon goes across the 25 out to the 26 yard line. So Calderon gets the direct snap that time. He'll get some of it back, but will bring up now third and long for Mariner.
19: Well, I tell you, if you play quarterback in this Mariner offense, you better bring your lunch bucket. <laughs> okay, he's he's lead blocking there again. So it brings it out. It'll be third and eight for Mariner.
16: Down 14-8. This is a non-league game. Years and years and years past. This will be a for a South game, but but Cascade playing the independent schedule Mariner third down eight yards to go, ball the right hash motion man inside, fake the handoff but a quarterback keeper across a 30, 35 out to the 40, to the 41 yard line the quarterback keeper there for Damian Bagley, that time he gets all the way out to the 41 yard line nice run there and just coach right straight up the gut
19: Yeah, there's nothing fancy about that
16: so first and 10 for Mariner at the 41-yard line. Their own 41. We're inside six and a half minutes of play in the first half. Again, all the, the scores coming up at the halftime here at Everett Memorial Stadium. First and 10 at the 41. Ball in the center of the field. The quarterback is Damon Bagley, 5'11", 195-pound Junior. Shotgun snap, he runs into his own man, then he gets hit by a guy from Cascade. So
19: I I think what really stopped the play was his own guy running into him. That was a <laughs> bit of a hindrance, but uh, another great play by that Cascade linebacker, Mr. Uh, Ramirez. Juan Ramirez in the early running for a uh, player of the
16: game honors. So a loss of a couple brings up second down, 12 yards, well, we'll call it 11 about. 11 and a half yards to go for Mariner while looking at their arm armband to get the play as it comes in from the far sideline. The quarterback surveys the situation. Now Bagley will fake the handoff on the left side. He'll keep it around the, the left-hand side across the uh, 40, 45, out close to the 50-yard line. Not enough for a first down. So he kind of nonchalantly faked it to the motion man Then he just kind of like, I don't have the football. I don't have the football.
19: And kept it and gets out. Brings up third and about three coming up here for Mariner. Yeah, I almost thought there for a second we were going to see a reverse. And we didn't. And then he bounces off a cascade tackler, actually gets a good gain, and they've got third manageable here. So an eight-yard gain brings up third down and three yards to go. Mariner will take a timeout.
16: Yeah, Mariner will call a timeout with 4.43 to go here in the second quarter. We'll come back with more live from Everett Memorial Stadium right after this timeout.
25: If you're looking for a place that prints anything for any team, the place to go is Screen Printing Northwest on Colby Avenue in downtown Everett. They're the local experts for custom screen printing and embroidery. Hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, coats, you name it, they can do it. Screen Printing Northwest has been locally owned since 1996, and they're the official screen printer of this radio station. Screen Printing Northwest, 2526 Colby Avenue, just north of Everett Avenue in downtown Everett. Go Cougs!
16: So it'll bring up now third and three for the Mariner Marauders. Coach, you notice something about the uh, Mariner offense.
19: Yeah, it's uh it's the, the linemen kind of stay where the ball is placed, and all the skill players make their way almost all the way to the sideline to communicate with the coach, and then they come out and I think they yell a number for the lineman on the wristband. It's just a little bit different. Not so what you would normally see.
16: Third and three at the 47-yard line, left hash, Mariner with the quarterback keeps it across the 50, close. He's going to be short a little bit, I think. As Coach Corso would say on Saturday morning, close. Close, the first down yardage. Put him at the 50-yard line. So it's going to bring up fourth down, fourth and about three-quarters of a yard to go here for Mariner. Your coach card says to go for it here, doesn't it? Yes. Especially down with four and a half to go in the uh, first half. Yeah, I'd call the play where the quarterback lead blocks he seems to be pretty good at that Again, we have not seen cartes williams since he went out defensively back in the first quarter and we're not laying eyes on him over on the sideline as well so from the 50 yard line going for it on fourth down here the quarterback gets it he's going to turn the corner boy (laughs) i think he got it i think the uh, side judge on the far side he went around the left side
19: and they will move the chains, but boy, he barely got it. Well, I think he got it by way of the Cascade defender in the course of tackling him, spun him around, and he kind of bounced off that defender and got hitting the ground, and that gave him the forward momentum to get to that first down marker. That
16: puts him at the 48-yard line, so it'll be first and 10 for Mariner. The clock is moving. We're at 3.33 to play in the first half. If you land on that defender, you're not down. Right, right. First and 10 from the 48-yard line. meredith has got to step it up here a little bit if they want to put one into the end zone before the uh, halftime rolls up. So from the 48-yard line, this quarterback will keep it on the shotgun, goes across the 45 down to the 43-yard line. Late flag. Flag comes in, so they'll stop the clock at 3.09 to play in the first half may see a hold here the quarterback no oh. oh, no a block below the way shot block so an illegal block there will back them up here after the uh, got about five six yards on that
19: play but that's gonna yeah usually when you see this called it's it's a, a matter of two offensive blockers are engaged with the defender but one is high and one is low And while that might have been legal back in our day, Tom, it's not legal anymore. You can't high-low people anymore. Did did you wear leather helmets when you played? Uh, No, but it was close.
16: (laughs) So it's going to be a 15-yard penalty, or is it 15, or is it 10 from the point of the infraction? It's 15 15 15. from the point of infraction. Yeah, 15 from the point. So it'll bring back into Mariner territory at the 42-yard line. Back to pass, they throw. On the run, it's going to be completed The 50, 45. At the 40, cutting back at the 35. James down inside the 30, down to the 28-yard line. So the catch, nice catch there across the flat, and then he just kind of zigzagged his way down through the defenders. So James on the reception. That'll get a first down for Mariner, where 2.50 to play, the clock is moving. That's a 30-yard pass play. Two timeouts remaining for Mariner. So they're kind of taking their time here. With 239 to go and tick, tick, tick. The clock is moving. First down, 10 yards to go from the 28-yard line. Ball to right hash. The quarterback is Damian Bagley in the shotgun. Here's the snap. He'll go right straight up the middle. Side step so defender at the 25. Keeps going at the 20 and all the way down inside the 20-yard line, two Cascade Bruins have kind of tangled up with each other. In fact, the the official turned around and looked at him and said, I want to call a penalty, but they penalized each other. So one player is laying still on his back. The other player got up, and he was kind of giving him the, come on, get up. I can't, dude. I think we're going to have the uh, the dreaded cramp. Ten plays on this drive. Eight have been rushes. All by Bagley, the quarterback who's kept it. He's been the uh, workhorse here. They're going to continue to work on the uh, player down on the field. We're going to step aside with 2.17 to go here in the half. 14-8. Cascade leading Mariner back in 30 seconds.
26: Birthdays, anniversaries, housewarming, and just because, gift giving ideas are needed year-round. So trust the crafty bees in Edmonds and Everett. Handmade candles, jewelry, and keychains always hit the spot. CBD products, unpaper towels, and books from local authors are all unique gift ideas. But you've just gotta come in and look for yourself. Local, creative, different gifts, the crafty bees on Ferdale and Edmonds and inside the Everett Mall. Now with Anne-Marie's Cupcakes in the mall too. Search The Crafty Bees on Facebook for new ideas.
16: Let's update you on the uh, score from the Glacier Peak Monroe game. Glacier Peak has opened up a little bit of space now. The Grizzlies lead the Bearcats 29 to 14 here at Everett Memorial Stadium. It's 14 to 8 Cascade leading. Mariner. They're still attending to the uh, injured player, so maybe it wasn't a cramp. As the uh, training staff is out there, and he's still laying there, he tangled up with his own player. In fact, he was laying. Yeah, it was almost
19: like he got rolled up. Yeah. By his own guy and got bent over backwards. It's, you know, it's, you always have a little bit of concern when the head coach is out there. You know, normally in my days, um, if it was something that wasn't serious, I was told to stay away. But if it was something serious, they would call me out. So you hope you never get called out? Yes. (laughs) That's kind of what I was saying in a roundabout way. (laughs) So
16: we do have a number now. It's Connor Olson who's the injured Cascade Bruin player, sitting at the uh, 25-yard line. He's sitting up. That's
19: encouraging. Yeah. They just haven't moved him. And... Now he's calling in... uh, Coach C's calling in some players. I think they're going to help to aid and assist him. See, now, Cascade's
16: smart. That's what you do. Get the two big linemen to help him out. A lot of times you see the... um, the head coach and then the, the smallest little trainer that's that exists yeah. trying to help this big,
19: huge guy. Yeah, and normally the coach is bigger than the trainer, so it's lopsided coming <laughs> off. <right>. And <laughs> You're kind of dragging him off. They're still attending
16: to him on the field. And so it looks like. Bill, it looks like Cartes Williams is in street pose over. Is that, is that what you're seeing?
17: Yeah, he's got his football pants on, but he's just got a sweatshirt. His pads are off. He's got ice on his right knee. He seems to be striding out okay, but sometimes that's not an indication of how serious the injury is. But he seems in good spirits, and he's coming in and talking to his players over here and you know, getting them fired up. And, um, yeah, He's got his cleats off. He's in flip-flops and just talking to his boys so um hopefully that'll be something that won't keep him out for very long but but yeah he's still got quite a bit of a limp and but he's got ice on that thing
16: well coach that's where this game counts none yeah let's go 4a yeah
19: know. i mean if you're mark stewart you're not going to gamble this away here he's you know from what we were able to see in the numbers he put up last week yep. i think you just err on the side of caution So it's going to be first down, 10 yards to go
16: here for Cascade. They did finally get the uh, injured player off, Connor Olson, His left leg injured, and he's down off to the near sideline. So here we go. They wind the clock. It's first and 10 from the 18-yard line for the Marauders. Down by a score. Shotgun snap. Bagley will keep it again across the 15. Goes kind of head over heels, but he got kind of
19: undercut. But then he falls forward. Gets a couple of more yards by Julian Thomas. So you know, here we see uh, you know Mariner in a situation where their right. their main guy gets hurt playing defense, and uh, we've we've got the Cascade uh, future guy in their offense who's just in there making a tackle for them. So second down, five yards to go after the five yard
16: gain there by the quarterback Bagley. As Coach mentioned, will probably see that a lot here the rest of this ball game with Williams out of the ball game. So second and five. Back to pass, Bagley looking over the left hand corner. Has a man there. James is there. Puts it in. Touchdown. Touchdown to James
19: from the quarterback. Bagley just, coach, that's a Russell Wilson drop it in the bucket. Yeah, that was a high arcing, Hinderman stride, Russell Wilson type pass. Great play design. They just wheeled him out of the background uh, off a slant, off the outside receiver. And that forces that linebacker to have to run with him. And that's a mismatch. So with the touchdown and the six points, that makes it a 14-14 ball game, now pending
16: the addition of the extra point here for Mariner. Yeah. Mariner missed
19: it. Actually, they... Uh, well, the last one I would classify as an adventure, and they scored two. <laughs> That's right. See, see what they do here. They're going to kick it here. Do we have the same holder? Yeah. Okay. Because, remember, he got up limping after the last one. Mackie James is the... Uh, oh, so he caught the touchdown pass? Caught the touchdown. Oh.
16: Oh, 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 this play actually Ooh. just got hit as the ball went. The flags flew. The whistle sounded. It's a dead ball foul. It's going to be defensive encroachment against the uh, Cascade Bruins.
19: I stand by my word, adventure. <laughs> yeah, that was an adventure.
16: Yeah, the, the holder got just
19: popped. There was many things going on <laughs> in that play. People jumping off sides, holders getting hit.
16: Let's go down to uh, Bill on the sidelines.
17: Not only that, but uh, James, you know, he has that, that flip-up wristband that has plays and things on it. He couldn't get that thing closed, so it was <laughs> it was also flopping around when the snap came out.
16: Give him a piece of duct tape so he can tape that sucker down. So they'll try for the extra point again. Kind of a sideways snap. The kick is up, and it is good. We'll take a break with a s- one minute and 24 seconds to go in the first half of action. Our score, the Mariner Brothers, 15 the Cascade Bruins 14. We'll be back with more live from Everett right after this.
31: Locally owned businesses are a big part of our community. If you're a business owner, I'd be proud to protect what you've worked so hard to build here in Snohomish County. I'm Courtney Balza, your local country financial rep. I'll make sure you have the right coverage so you can protect what you have today and build for the future. I'll also give you quick personal support, whether you're filing a claim or asking a simple question. Just Google Courtney Balza, Country Financial to get in touch with me today.
10: Commercial insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois.
16: We're live here at Everett Memorial Stadium, 15-14, Mariner leading Cascade. Coach, we're going to be chasing that one point all the rest of the night.
19: <laughs> yes, we are. Mm-hmm. I hope those coaches have their chart
16: in their pocket. Because <laughs> you ne- never know when you need the chart. Who did you steal from, Both Schembechler? Joe Paterno. Joe Paterno. I know it's one of those legendary yeah. coaches. So <laughs> waiting for the kick uh, here by Mariner who drove it down the field. We'll take a look at that scoring drive here in a moment little better kick. It's going to be taken at the 17-yard line at the 20, at the 25, and it knocked off his feet. Lia Panala out to the 29-yard line. Joe Boyer has a look at that scoring drive.
29: Well, Tom, that was an impressive one. 60 yards, 12 plays, 10 runs, nine of them by Bagley, uh, but it was the two passes he threw both to Mackie James, a 30-yard pass, and then that 13-yard touchdown pass. Uh, the extra point was good by Israel Calderon Mariner up 15 to over Cascade 14
16: that scoring recap brought to you by Glass by Lund family owned and operated since 1967 offering the best price value and quality installation online at glassbylund.com first and 10 from the 29 yard line Lopez will get the football heads out across the 35 and out to about the 37 yard line So Lopez on the carry, he'll get about eight yards. We're coming up on one minute to play here in the first half, and Cascade with the football down by one, and they've got three timeouts remaining down to 55 seconds to go. Up to the line of scrimmage they come. Second down, and a yard to go from the 38-yard line. Motion man through the formation, they'll give it to him. Around the left-hand side, Panala across the 40, 45, 50, Panala across the 45, and all the way down to the 40-yard line. That'll stop the clock to move the change mile padala on the carry inside the 40-yard line and cascade bruins are on the move with 42 seconds to go in the first half
19: well, cascade uh, nobody's going to be more thankful for this cascade timeout than coach stewart <laughs> cascade has pulled a trick out of the wing t bag that i don't think his players are seeing those last two plays they've gone to an unbalanced formation and the defense is still lining up as though it's a balanced formation. So Explain if, that to me. Well, there's more guys for Cascade on one side of the ball now than Mariner, and Mariner's not recognizing it, so I'm sure he's probably talking to them. I thought you said it was 5.5 and 5.5. And and right, but when you flip the tight end over okay. to the same side as the wide receiver in the wing, now you're heavy that way, and the Mariner players aren't adjusting over, so they're just outmanned before the ball's even snapped. So I'll put him at the 40-yard line,
16: with 42 seconds to play in the first half, and a 15-14 lead for the Mariner Marauders, but Cascade on the move here, and yeah, Cascade called the timeout. Jordan C is still out in the uh, huddle, talking to his guys, exhorting them to come on, guys, let's go, let's put one on the board before halftime. Now he's
19: getting the whistle. A reminder, Get out. Let's go. Get out of here.
16: He's still yelling instructions and coming off the field. I think be a, one of the side judges said, Yeah, next time we blow the whistle, watch it hustle off. Let's go. First down, ten yards to go from the forty-yard line of Mariner. Bought the left hash, rolling back passes Moritz. Rolling, 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 now running at the 40, spins at the 35, and then gang tackled at the 34 yard line. So Josh Moritz kept the football. He was rolling out there, but had nobody open downfield. Put him down inside the 35-yard line to the 34, and here come the Bruins up quickly to the line of scrimmage. Second down and four yards to go. They'll spike the football. You've got two timeouts still with 18 seconds to go, but you are running the wing team, so you're going to want to keep those. So that'll bring up third down after they lose a yard or so. Actually, actually incomplete pass. So it'll bring
19: third down, four yards to go at the 34-yard line. If the result of this play is a tackle in bounds, either a first down or leading to fourth down, I think you'll see a cascade timeout. Third and four, up the line of scrimmage comes
16: Josh Moritz, and now we're going to have a timeout called by Mariner. Mark Stewart. Yeah. The Mariner Marauders call a timeout here to just—they uh, don't want to give up the big play.
19: No, and, and they're going to get their reminders here to keep their eyes on their keys, be the deepest in their in their third or their quarter if they're. in whatever coverage they're in and they're just going to get their friendly reminders here about how to prevent that big play coming up at the
16: half we'll uh, take a look at the uh, scoring from the first half we'll take a look at the stats and we'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard all that coming up at halftime here which is 18 seconds clock time between now and then Cascade still gathered around Mariner's done they called the timeout they're done ready to go Cascade still with the coach out in the uh, huddle There's that whistle, and here comes the coach off the field. Oh, a couple of more instructions as he's running off. He's going to get his money's worth. (laughs) That's right. So third down, four yards to go at the 34-yard line for Cascade. Moritz comes up under center. Here's the snap. He rolls out to the left-hand side. Looking downfield, throws incomplete.
19: Receiver slipped and fell down in his route.
16: So that made that play go haywire. And that will bring up now... Fourth down. Fourth down, about four, with 14 seconds to go. Let's go downstairs to Bill Kusler.
17: I was just looking over the sideline, um, the injured Cascade lineman who's got his left knee in a in an air cast and ice on it, but he was talking to his teammates, gesturing over into them, and as a sign of the times, they brought him his phone. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Phones were not
19: allowed on our trips. so here
16: we go third down four yards to go for the Cascade Bruins there was a penalty on the play and they're going to mark it off here against Mariner so that'll give some free yardage to Cascade who says we'll take it so it's going to be a defensive holding
19: you don't see that a lot no not in high school but that's a ten yard penalty and an automatic first down
16: so inside the 25 now so from the 24 it'll be first and 10 for Cascade 14 seconds to go they still have two timeouts remaining they come up to the line of scrimmage the wing T offense Josh Moritz in the control underneath center turns around drops back to pass throws it quickly into nobody nobody within 10 yards of that one it was tipped as well it, Maybe a chance for an interception, but it's really thrown so quickly he never got any loft under it. So that'll bring up now second down and 10 yards to go from the 24-yard line. And we're down to 10 seconds to play in the first half. Jordan C. has got a
19: trio of players. It took me a minute. I had to grab the binoculars, but that ball was batted down by Tavion Sy. Okay.
16: It's hard to see the numbers oh, on the Mariner, <laughs> the Mariner uniforms. Thank goodness it's not wet out there. So second down, 10 yards to go. Here comes Cascade to line of scrimmage. Double wide outs to the left-hand side. Lone set back behind him. He'll roll out the pass. Moritz looks, throws. It's going to be incomplete. Zach Lopez over his outstretched fingertips and incomplete. That'll take a couple of more seconds off. It'll be six seconds remaining. And a third and ten here. Now you've got to go to the end zone, don't you, Coach?
25: Well, Here. i think i stopped okay. you no oh, i just
16: wanted
19: to check out the timeout they've got timeout, so okay. actually you you could throw something uh shortly short to middle Quickly. and get that and let those officials know too as soon as as soon as that ball carrier hits the ground you want the timeout yeah that way they don't have to wait for you to signal it or see you or hear you i think you could get two plays in here josh moritz and jordan
16: mulally will come in with a play and mulally doesn't even go back to the huddle he's Set up as a out to the left side. You think they'll pass here. It'll be third down. Ten yards to go from the 24-yard line. Quick throw. Mulele is there incomplete. I'm not sure they were all on the same page on what the route was going to be. And Jordan C. is just kind of looking to the sky with his arms out ra- raised up. Three seconds to go. And so they'll get the play called in. It'll be 4th and 10, so last play of the first half, I would think, barring a penalty from the 24-yard line. Now you go to the end zone. Yeah. Jailbreak, everybody head that way. And you've got two timeouts.
19: You know, I, I would yeah, would be prudent, take three a here. get everybody on the same page. Yeah, you can't cash them in, right? Oh, wait. You know, a false, fly comes yeah, down. Yeah, we had a false start on an inside slot receiver for Cascade. Yeah, false start there. And you're right, you,
16: you can't cash in the timeouts for, for yeah, chips you, at the casino, right? That's no, you
19: know, a casino reference. <laughs> All right. Um, but, yeah, you, I mean, you don't get to carry them over to the second half.
16: How about you don't get a free Big Mac with every timeout that you...
19: No, they don't. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they don't and you're participating don't, in Big Yeah, they don't do the pogos. <laughs> Buy one, get one. Fourth down, 15 <laughs> yards to go here we go, he drops back to pass Moritz looks,
16: going to the end zone into a traffic, it's going to be intercepted, that will be return from the 10 yard line, 15, 20 25, Isaiah out to the 30, gets all the way out to the 33 yard line, Isaiah Cuellar on the interception at the 3 yard line, returns it out across the 30 and that will bring us to halftime
19: and we have flag, a, flag, we have a flag on the ground and it's it's going to be on the Cascade bench,
17: let's go down to Bill Well, Cascade Bench was just furious, and I feel like they had it. There was obvious pass interference on the play. That receiver got hit way before the ball got there, and no call was made. So um, you're right. I think um, Jordan C was just livid, and uh, rightfully so.
19: Well, there was two or three coaches on the field while the play was going. So that's that's a yeah, that's
16: so they're discussing it all five officials you don't see that very often all five officials have huddled up at about the 34 yard line well we saw it a couple times last week yeah well yes we did last week is a game unto itself at almost three hours in fact over three hours so are they going to get a sideline warning or a penalty or dead ball foul personal foul
19: I think the referee pointed the wrong way, but I think that was definitely a sideline warning.
16: Okay, so that is it. We have reached halftime here, kind of stumbled to a close, and our halftime score is 15-14, Mariner leading Cascade. We will come back here to Everett Memorial Stadium and take a look at the scoring from the first half. Again, our score at the half. It's Mariner 15, Cascade 14. Back with more from Memorial Stadium and Everett
23: right after this timeout.
0: Reinberg here, the owner of the Shop of Arlington Tire Pros and Simmons Garage on Woodby Island. We are the best place for you to service your car. From oil changes to engines, tires to transmissions, we have you covered. Shop local and get out of town confidently with free roadside assistance, a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty at 50,000 locations around the country, and a price-match guarantee. There's just no better way to make sure your safest way to travel stays that way. Give us a call or look us up online at theshopofarlington.com.
6: Make your plans now to attend the annual Snohomish County Sports Hall of Fame Banquet on Wednesday, September 22nd at Angel of the Winds Arena. This year, we're honoring the Hall of Fame Class of 2020, including Kamiak and UCLA softball player Krista colburn Monreon two-time NCAA national champion boxer Everett Conley, gold and bronze medal winner Special Olympian Jill Mayer, Pan American Games silver medalist in judo Sherry Chambers-Wilson, and more. For more information and tickets, visit snocosports.org. The Snohomish County Sports Hall of Fame Banquet on Wednesday,
4: Wednesday, September 22nd at Angel of the Winds Arena. Visit snocosports.org. Hey, it's Maury Eskenazi back once again with my good friend, Penny Carey from Procure Mortgage. I'm Penny. Penny? I wonder where she went. My guess is that because rates are lower right now than they've been in years, she and her team are working hard to save their clients lots of money. So if you're spending more time at home these days, take that time to see how much you could save on a refinance or a new mortgage from Procure Mortgage. All you have to do is go to homeloansbypenny.com right now and speak with Penny or set up a virtual meeting. And if you talk to her, tell her I said hi.
9: Penny Carey, NMLS number 73574. Alaska USA Mortgage Company, LLC. PBA Procure Mortgage Company, number CL157.
21: 293 Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready for hunting season is easier than ever with Odyssey 2 in Everett. Guns and ammo are in stock, but they're going fast. Odyssey 2 on Evergreen Way has a ton of camo in stock. You can see it in the store so what you're hunting you can't see you. And Odyssey 2 even has paper targets in stock so you can make sure your aim is true. Guns and ammo, paper targets, and camo. Stock up for hunting season at Odyssey Coins and Collectibles on Evergreen Way in Everett, online at odyssey-2.com.
11: Hi, I'm Jasmine, owner of Dietrich Espresso. If you're listening in Snohomish, Skagit, or Island Counties, there's a Dietrich Espresso stand near you. With 15 locations and the finest, fastest, and friendliest baristas serving Cafe Dark Day, dark roasted coffee for a full-body flavor. And Dietrich Espresso coffee stands are part of your community. You'll see us in the arena, at the ballpark, and attending your local events and fundraisers. Dietrich Espresso is committed to our community and quality in every cup. Visit us in Snohomish, Skagit, and Island Counties and online at DietrichEspresso.com. That's Dietrich DietrichEspresso.com.
16: Welcome back to Everett Memorial Stadium. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Vincent and Bill Kusler. Our spotter tonight is Jay Pulliam. Brandon Hamilton is in charge back at the uh, KRKO studios in downtown Everett. And Joel Boyer making his debut on our broadcast on football. He usually works with me on basketball, especially at the state tournament. How's the football going there, Joel?
29: It's a little chillier than those gyms we usually (laughs) hang out in uh, in the middle of the winter time. But uh, but it's exciting. It's a lot of fun.
16: Let's take a look at the scoring for the first half.
29: Yeah. uh, The first drive of the game, Cascade scored on a 65 uh, yard drive. Eight plays, eight runs. Capped off by a 14 yard touchdown run by Julian Thomas with extra point good by Braden Gardner. Their second drive also cashed in on a Julian Thomas touchdown run at 65 yards, 11 plays. Nine runs, two passes, uh, that extra point also good again by Braden Gardner uh, with those 14 points for the Bruins. On the other side of the scoreboard, you have the Mariner Marauders, and they've had two scoring uh, drives as well. Their their first one uh, was uh, 65 yards, six plays, capped off by a seven-yard touchdown run by Carter uh, Cartes Williams. Their two-point uh, conversion, I believe it's called an adventure by Coach Vincent, uh, was, uh, was scored by Mackie James. Uh, and then their second drive also netted a, uh, excuse me, their third drive also netted them a touchdown. That was a long drive of 12 plays, 10 runs, uh, with a uh, capped off by a Bagley to James 13-yard touchdown pass with Israel uh, Calderon with a uh, extra point good for a 15-14 score.
16: That is where we are at halftime. When we come back, we'll take a look at scores before the ball game. We still have the stats coming up as well again our score at the half it is the mariner marauders 15 the cascade bruins 14 back with more at halftime right after this timeout
26: locally owned veteran owned The Hometown Handyman is proud to support local sports. Student athletes are an inspiration to us all, playing for their community and their teammates, showing good sportsmanship, and working hard in the classroom and in practice. The Hometown Handyman believes in hard work and integrity, supporting community, seniors, veterans, and first responders. If you've got items on your to-do list that need to be crossed off, go to hometownhandymanpnw.com and support local. hometownhandymanpnw.com. Ace Hardware is a helpful place with prompt, friendly service and the brand names you know and trust, such as
11: Steel, Scotts, miracle Grow, Toro, DeWalt, Milwaukee, Yeti,
26: Traeger, Weber, Big Green Egg,
11: Clark and Kensington Paint,
26: Magnolia Paint by Joanna Gaines,
11: Benjamin Moore Paint,
26: Duracell Automotive Keys,
11: and many, many more.
26: When you visit Ace Hardware, you'll be greeted at the door and given the help you need.
11: So come visit us at Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, Evergreen Way in Everett, and now Stanwood. Ace is the
20: place with the helpful hardware, folks
13: urban farming. Boy, it has grown in popularity over the years. And if you're ready to take the plunge, see your friends and neighbors at the Snowmish Monroe Co-ops. They have a diverse line of lawn and garden supplies and all of their seeds are all non-GMO. And the Snowmish Monroe Co-ops support your backyard homesteading needs and they can even help you with your chicks and chickens too their depth of knowledge and customer service levels are unmatched. So go ahead and get started on your urban farming adventure with the help of the Snohomish and Monroe co-ops. You'll find them online at snohomishcoop.com. That's snohomishcoop.com. At Glass
9: by if there's one thing they've learned over the past 40 years, it's that supporting the local community is very important. That's why they're huge supporters of Wesco High School Sports, especially this year. It doesn't matter when the season starts. It doesn't matter the score. Glass by Lund supports high school sports 100%. And if you need support with windows, shower doors, or skylights, residential or commercial, remember, since 1967, Glass by Lund has been here to serve in your community. To find out more, visit glassbylund.com.
16: Welcome back to Everett Memorial Stadium for this game between the Mariner Marauders and the Cascade Bruins. Mariner with a 15-14 lead over Cascade. Let's take a look at scores of other ball games. A few have already gone final. Uh, Shortcrest defeated Montlake Terrace tonight 41 to nothing. It was Everett over Jackson. First game of the doubleheader here at Everett Memorial. 34-10, the Seagulls beat the Timberwolves. Halftime score, Glacier Peak and Monroe 22-14. Glacier Peak with the lead kamiak leading shorewood 42 to 6 that's in the third quarter another third quarter score marysville getchell 20 mount vernon 14 47 to nothing arlington leading oak harbor that's in the third quarter that's a running clock game final score marysville pilchuck 49 stanwood 14 down at five archbishop murphy with a 10 point lead in the fourth quarter 27 to 17 Cedar Crest and Burlington are playing at Cedar Crest High School in Burlington-Edison with a 14-0 lead. That is in the
25: If you're looking for a place that prints anything for any team, the place to go is Screen Printing Northwest on Colby Avenue in downtown Everett. They're the local experts for custom screen printing and embroidery. Hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, coats, you name it, they can do it. Screen Printing Northwest has been locally owned since 1996, and they're the official screen printer of this radio station. Screen Printing Northwest, 2526 Colby Avenue, just north of Everett Avenue in downtown Everett. Go Cougs!
26: Birthdays, anniversaries, housewarming, and just because, gift giving ideas are needed year-round. So trust the Crafty Bees in Edmonds and Everett. Handmade candles, jewelry, and keychains always hit the spot. CBD products, unpaper towels, and books from local authors are all unique gift ideas. But you've just got to come in and look for yourself. Local, creative, different gifts, the crafty bees on Ferdale and Edmonds and inside the Everett Mall. Now with Anne-Marie's Cupcakes in the mall too. Search The Crafty Bees on Facebook for new ideas.
31: Locally owned businesses are a big part of our community. If you're a business owner, I'd be proud to protect what you've worked so hard to build here in Snohomish County. I'm Courtney Balza, your local country financial rep. I'll make sure you have the right coverage so you can protect what you have today and build for the future. I'll also give you quick personal support, whether you're filing a claim or asking a simple question. Just Google Courtney Balza, Country Financial to get in touch with me today. Commercial
10: insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois.
22: Reinberg
0: you're the owner of the Shop of Arlington Tire Pros and Simmons Garage on Woodby Island. We are the best place for you to service your car. From oil changes to engines, tires to transmissions, we have you covered. Shop local and get out of town confidently with free roadside assistance, a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty at 50,000 locations around the country, and a price-match guarantee. There's just no better way to make sure your safest way to travel stays that way. Give us a call or look us up online at theshopofarlington.com.
16: And we apologize for the technical difficulties there as we dropped there as we were giving the scores. so We'll give you the back half of the scores again. Then we'll go to Joel with the uh, first half stats. Burlington Edison, 14-0 lead in the second quarter. Emerald Ridge leading Edmonds Woodway, 36-0 down at Edmonds District Stadium. That is at the half. Granite Falls in the fourth quarter leading Friday Harbor, 32-0. Third quarter, Lyndon Christian leading Lakewood, 28-22. Ferndale, defeats Linden today 35-25 to and with 11:23 left in the fourth quarter Glacier Peak leading Monroe now 43-14 to well Joe Boyer I filled as much as I could do you have a look at the first half stats <laughs> <laughs> I do
29: Tom I do you know you could have filled a little longer I've never seen that be a problem for you but uh, starting with the Cascade Bruins uh, quarterback Josh Moritz is one for nine in this game for 27 yards one pick at the very end there Uh, Rushing-wise, Julian Thomas leads the way with 70 yards on 10 carries with two touchdowns. Also, Zach Lopez with seven carries, 47 yards. Lyle Panala, four carries, 33 yards. And Josh Maris with one quarterback keeper for six yards. Receiving-wise, that one completion went to Zach Lopez for 27 yards. On the Mariner's side, well, Tom, I wasn't quite finished with those, but I can get you as much as I have here. We had... uh, we had quarterback Bagley with four for six for 77 yards and a touchdown on passing. Uh, Cartez Williams only had two rushes for nine yards and a touchdown. He did have one reception uh, for 29 yards before he went down with that uh, injury. Appeared to be a lower, uh, maybe a knee injury. Uh, he's been seen walking around with that ice on but not coming back in the game. Uh, Bagley, their quarterback, has really carried the load uh, in the rushing department with 12 carries. And... Uh, We are just totaling up that yardage for you, Tom, when you came to me. Well, we'll
16: we'll come back to you. Absolutely. Okay, we'll come back to Joel. His abacus only works (laughs) so fast. (laughs) So we'll take a look at the uh, penalties. Three for 40 yards, penalties against the Mariner Marauders. Two for 10 yards, of penalties against the Cascade Bruins. We will take a break and come back with a second-half kickoff and a look at the rest of the stats. Our score at the half, it's Mariner 15, Cascade 14, Back with more from Everett Memorial Stadium right after this timeout.
6: Make your plans now to attend the annual Snohomish County Sports Hall of Fame banquet on Wednesday, September 22nd at Angel of the Winds Arena. This year we're honoring the Hall of Fame class of 2020 including Kamiak and UCLA softball player Krista colburn Monreon two-time NCAA national champion boxer Everett Conley, golden bronze medal winner Special Olympian Jill Mayer, Pan American Games silver medalist in judo Sherry Chambers-Wilson and more. For more information and tickets visit snowcosports.org. The Snohomish County Sports Hall of Fame banquet on Wednesday, September 22nd at Angel of the Winds Arena, visit
4: SnowcoSports.org. Hey, it's Maury Eskenazi back once again with my good friend Penny Carey from Procure Mortgage. I'm Penny. Penny? I wonder where she went. My guess is that because rates are lower right now than they've been in years, she and her team are working hard to save their clients lots of money. So if you're spending more time at home these days, take that time to see how much you could save on a refinance or a new mortgage from Procure Mortgage. All you have to do is go to HomeLoansByPenny.com right now and speak with Penny or set up a virtual meeting. And if you talk to her, tell her I said hi. Penny Carey, NMLS number
9: 73574. Alaska USA Mortgage Company, LLC. PBA Procure Mortgage Company, number CL157.
21: 7293, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready for hunting season is easier than ever with Odyssey 2 in Everett. Guns and ammo are in stock, but they're going fast. Odyssey 2 on Evergreen Way has a ton of camo in stock. You can see it in the store, so what you're hunting can't see you. And Odyssey 2 even has paper targets in stock, so you can make sure your aim is true guns and ammo, paper targets, and camo. Stock up for hunting season at Odyssey Coins and Collectibles on Evergreen Way in Everett, online at odyssey-2.com.
11: Hi, I'm Jasmine, owner of Dietrich Espresso. If you're listening in Snohomish, Skagit, or Island Counties, there's a Dietrich Espresso stand near you. With 15 locations and the finest, fastest, and friendliest baristas serving Cafe Dark Day, dark roasted coffee for a full-body flavor. And Dietrich Espresso coffee stands are part of your community. You'll see us in the arena, at the ballpark, and attending your local events and fundraisers. Dietrich Espresso is committed to our community and quality in every cup. Visit us in Snohomish, Skagit, and Island Counties and online at DietrichEspresso.com. That's Dietrich Espresso.
16: Welcome back here, and, Joel, we've been waiting. We've been waiting for the rest of those numbers.
29: Well, I got those rest of those numbers for you, Go for it. Continued the rushing. Uh, Damian Bagley, the quarterback, has 12 rushes for Mariner for 71 yards. Israel Calderon, one attempt for 10 yards as well. Receiving-wise, we talked about, Cartez Williams with that one catch for 29 yards. We also have Gianni Toledo with one catch for five yards, and Mackie James, with two catches for 43 yards and one of them being for a
23: touchdown.
16: There you go. Joel got all the numbers in. Good job, Joel Boyer, here filling in for Buddy Patrick tonight. Arlington did finally now defeat Oak Harbor, final of 54 to nothing. That final score has come across now. Archbishop Murphy defeats 5, 14 And Tornado Ted Beaners telling us with 10.34 left in the fourth quarter, Glacier Peak now with a 43-21 lead over the Monroe Bearcats, so we have caught you up with about as much as we can. Uh, Reminder, the Everett Sox are back in action on Tuesday. They played a doubleheader last time there in Eugene, and played a doubleheader tonight. They're still in the second game of that doubleheader. Eugene won the first game two to one, and Everett leading the second game in the top of the seventh inning, seven to two, with Eugene coming up, trying to tie it up if they can. So they played a doubleheader tonight, and no games this weekend. The Aqua Sox have three games off till they open up the final homestand of the regular season coming up on Tuesday. They'll take on the Spokane Indians. 650 pregame show, 7-5 first pitch at Funko Field at Everett Memorial Stadium right behind us here, and that will be on Tuesday, and they'll play through next Sunday. Next Friday night, we're right back here at Everett Memorial Stadium. No, excuse me, not. We're at City Stadium in Marysville for the Berry Bowl, the Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawks and the Marysville Getchell Charger, 6:30. The pregame, seven o'clock kickoff. Coach, you just have to kind of walk across the street, don't
19: you? Yeah, I could uh, ride my bike, maybe, or or uh, put my tracksuit on, and jog over. Yeah, but Bill, you know it might
16: be raining. Is it raining now? Maybe a tin cloud. Excuse me. A little bit. Do it again. I'm sorry, I had the wrong button push.
17: <laughs> yeah, it it has started raining. Not very hard. It's just kind of misty, and actually feels kind of good. My launcher needs it.
16: <laughs> everybody's lawn needs it so here we go second half just about set to get underway here and neither team goes to the locker room that locker rooms are not being used here in the covid times a couple of games again lake stevens was supposed to play mount si tonight that game was canceled because of covid Squalicum was supposed to play the tonight that game was called off just yesterday Metterdale was supposed to play Edmonds-Woodway. It said Emerald Ridge came up from Puyallup to play, and they're leading it 36-0 over Edmonds-Woodway. Because, yeah, as we said, Metterdale was supposed to have played Linwood as well. So just lots of interesting things happening in high school sports. Here's kind of a squib, a bounding kick. We take it to the 30-yard line, and then he goes backwards to the 25 and drops it to the 23, and then we have a flag come in.
19: I just wonder if he went for the head. No, I'm just wondering, yeah, he got his <laughs> hands up around that face mask. And so the
16: uh, officials will give us that indication after the fly comes in off of the uh,
19: kickoff. G- it will be a face mask against Cascade. It's the incidental five-yard variety, so it wasn't um, with a lot of malice.
16: The Referee Scott Rowan, the umpire Miles Brenner, the linesman is Brian Clute the line judge is Dan Curry, and the back judge, is preston o'malley so back them up five yards from the end of that play it'll be first and ten excuse me good, get them forward from the chain gang's all messed up because you don't add the five they haven't gotten the chains out yet they still can't quite get the chains here we go first and ten from the 31 yard line toss sweeper on the left hand side that's that's mackey james at the 35 and then into that chain area on the far side, knocked out of bounds at the 37-yard line. So, Mackie James, and now we're starting to see the rain kind of come down. So, and see the fans starting head for higher ground up under the uh, the uh, covered grandstand area of Everett Memorial Stadium. So That's about a 43-yard run for about a <laughs> six-yard gain, <laughs> <laughs> but about to the 37-yard line. It's 15-14 Mariner. Mariner with the football and the lead. We're in the third quarter at Everett Memorial Stadium. Second down, four yards to go at the 37-yard line, left hash. Quarterback keeper by Bagley, and he will go nowhere. Damian Bagley, the 5'11", 195-pound junior, will be dropped in his tracks. But he's going to lose a couple of yards.
19: Yeah, Matthew Phillips, uh, inside defensive tackle for uh, Cascade, just blew that play up. Yeah, he will lose one yard,
16: put him back to the 36-yard line. Mariner with as we've mentioned in the first half four or five players over there around the coaching staff getting the play dialed in the linemen they're not going to run that far to get the you t- tell us on your way back by now they're going to kind of load everything to the right side and now Damian Baggy says no you're supposed to be over here so he b- moved one of the backs now he puts that back in motion and now the quarterback is going to keep it he's going to head a field across the 35 out to the 40 yard line just shy of first down yardage i do believe mariner says they have a first down and now they do boy i thought he got stopped short but a good spot for mariner moves the chains but it's out to the 41 yard line it'll be first and ten for the marauders in their white jerseys gold pants navy blue helmets and gold numbers on the white jerseys made it hard to see some of the numbers here this evening so first and ten at the 41 yard line for mariner with a one-point lead and the football in the rain here at everett memorial stadium shotgun for the quarterback bagley now a whistle and that's gonna be too much time if i can give you the weather forecast it's too much time between the uh, between the uh, time of the end of the play and the start of the next one. So that'll back them up five yards. Well, the delay of game penalty, makes it first and 15 at the 36-yard line.
19: They're going to get right up on the ball here and just recycle the play that they already had called. Damon Bagley in the shotgun.
16: Here's the snap, gets it, hands off. He gets hit as he lets go of it. Mackie James will get it. He'll squirt forward for... Maybe a half yard. That is about it. That could play kind of got
19: blew up as well. Yeah, that was number 70 for Cascade, Ian Humphreys, the other interior defensive tackle for Cascade. So I'll bring up a second
16: down. We're going to give it no gain to that last one. Second down, 15 yards to go for Mariner. And they'll come up to the line of scrimmage. They're ready to go. The quarterback will to kind of trot in as he got the play from the far sideline and head coach mark stewart shotgun snap fake it on the hand up drops back to pass looking downfield puts it into traffic he's going to be near, nearly intercepted as randall graham was standing back there coach he almost called for a fair catch he was so all by himself
19: yeah the only reason he doesn't intercept that is one of his teammates kind of ran into him or got in his way um that was far nearer to him than it was any mariner receiver So that'll bring up third down and 15 yards to go for the Marauders. The clock
16: stops with 9.32 to play in the third quarter. Second game of the doubleheader at Memorial Stadium in Everett. Damon Bagley comes in. Empty backfield. Drops back to pass. Sets up. Throws. Has a man. Complete. 40-yard line. Spins away from the defender at the 45. Mackie James out close to the 46-yard line. So he's going to get some of it back. Brings up fourth down and about six yards to go because he got it out to the 46. Needs to get to the, uh, I was going to say the 51, but he needs to get to the 49 on the other side of the 50 for the first down. So we'll call it fourth and five here for Mariner. They bring a dry football in, spotted at the 46, and here we go, fourth and five. They're going to punt the football. So they won't go for it here. They'll punt the ball. Low, they bounce the snap. The kick is away. He roots one out of there pretty good. Flag down of the return from the 20-yard line. Luke Panala will get across the 20 out to the 26, but we got a laundry on the field. Are we going to have a roughing? It's going to be a personal yes. foul, roughing the kicker. Yes, it is. That's going to be first down Mariner. Automatic first down. So instead of Cascade having the ball back at about the 25-yard line, Mariners is going to keep possession of the football. It's going to be a 15-yard penalty, and it's going to go into Cascade-Bruin territory after they mark off the penalty. Joel saying the same thing happened in the uh, first half. Joel Boyer is saying in the first half, and it wasn't called. This time he does get roughed. That'll put him at the 39-yard line. Let's go downstairs to Bill Kusler.
17: Well, that was really interesting because the the blocker in front of the punter, when the snap came up, he put his hands up like he was almost it was almost going to be a fake punt. The, the snap was low; it bounced to the punter. He was able to get it. They got the roughing call. Um, good luck all around for the Marauders. First and
16: ten, rolling out the pass is Bagley, looking, throwing, complete at the 40-yard line. The dumps off his feet. They got the ball out to uh, Gianni Toledo. And then Holy Toledo, he got hit hard as he got through the 41 uh, yard line. In fact, he's going to lose two yards on the play. You
19: knew I was going to go for the Holy Toledo with Gianni out there. You had to. You just had to. And in other news, if you took the over, you're a winner. <laughs> oh, We no. just reached our 11th pass of the game. <laughs> so the over was the winner. So you cash that
16: in. So second down. We'll call it 12 yards to go at the 41-yard line for the Marauders. They lead it 15-14. This drive has been kept alive this entire second half so far, kept alive by a roughing the kicker penalty. Right straight to Israel Calderon, who will carry across the 40 down to the 20, or excuse me, to the 34-yard line. Got to got pushed back, but they're going to give them forward progress to the 34.
19: And that's a play we've seen a few times tonight. That's that direct snap to Calderon, and he gets that lead block from Bagley. And uh, that's a a tough play to defend because there's no faking going on. Everybody's blockers. So third down and five
16: yards to go at the 34-yard line for the Marauders. Play comes in from the far sideline coming up on five minutes of possession here to start this second half for the Marauders. They still have the football on a third and five. Shotgun snap. He's going to keep the football. Pushes it to blocker out of the way. Gets across the 30-25 yard line. That'll move the sticks. Gets a about an 11-yard gain. And a first down for the Mariner Marauders. Moving the football here against Cascade's defense. So put him at the 24-yard line this will be the 10th play of this drive they've had it this entire half waiting for the play to come in they kind of nonchalantly come out and it'll be a slot man both ways now they put one slot from the left side and they're going to toss it to him around the right side to james up the field at 25 20 and down to the 18 yard line so mickey james got it he was the motion man did a backward lateral to him, but he went forward, and a show of sportsmanship. Congratulates the guy that tackled him down at the 18-yard line. So gain of, we'll call it seven. So it'll bring up now second down at three
19: yards to go for the Marauders. These are pretty good chunk plays from Mariner. Cascade's gonna have to bow up here a little bit down here in the red zone. Quarterback comes in, jogs in from the far sideline, Bagley. He'll take his
16: position behind the center and actually brings another player in with him that's a little tardy. He drops back to pass, Bagley does, throws it into the flat, incomplete. Mackie James was the intended receiver, a little bit over his outstretched fingers. He's not a very tall guy, couldn't quite uh, grab it. So that'll bring up an incomplete pass and a third and four coming up here for the Marauders. Clock stops with 5.35 to go in the third quarter. And here come the Marauders again with the play. Third down, four yards to go at the 17-yard line, or 18-yard line. They'll snap it back. He's going to fall forward. That went directly the snap to James, I believe. Yes, it was james got no was it was it bagley who had it okay bagley had it he carried it we mentioned it's it's hard to <laughs> yeah, it's hard, hard to see the numbers and what a two could be an eight could be a six yeah yeah maybe a nine clock continues to move with five minutes to go here in the third quarter fourth down now fourth and two for the marauders they're at the 16 yard line they need to get just shy of the 14 to get the first down bagley calls the signals motion man he'll call his own number gets across the 15 gets down to the 10 so he does get the first down he may be (laughs) excuse me inside the 10 and make it first and goal to go i think they're going to put him right on the 10 yard in fact it is
19: yep Uh, the linesman is telling the chain crew to put the down markers away and we're just going to go with the one now, we're inside the 10. Let's go down to Bill.
17: I just think it's really impressive what the Mariner offensive line has been able to do without their star running back out of there. They're running so many quarterback keepers and and yet they're blowing good holes in for Bagley.
16: So first down, goal to go at the 10-yard line for the Marauders. 15th play of this drive, shotgun snap. The quarterback keeper keeps trying to extend the play out to the left side. He's going to get a couple of yards. Coach, he ran a long way and just only get two yards.
19: Yeah, I think with Bagley, you want to you be a little more north and south and a little less east and west. Yep. He seems to be good in between the tackles. Uh, it was hard for him to get outside there.
16: Inside, four minutes to play, third quarter. Second down, goal to go at the eight for the Marauders. They lead it 15-14 over Cascade. Cascade took the early lead, 7-0. And then Mariner has had the lead. Had the lead 8-7. Then Mariner Cascade came back with lead 14-8. On second down, goal to go. Low snap. He's going to be a quarterback keeper across the five and down to about the two-yard line. So Bagley keeps it after the low snap out of the shotgun. It's going to bring up now third down and goal to go. Line of scrimmage will be right around the 2
19: I just find it so interesting how many of their players have to go all the way over there to the bench.
16: Yeah. Well, I guess there's less guys you have to tell over. And so there would be third down, goal to go at the two, out of the shotgun for Bagley. Oh, right to Israel Calderon, and then he dropped the football, bounced it once. He got it back himself, even though Cascade was pointing like we have the football. They don't have the football, but that's going to bring up fourth down, goal to go. And they're going to lose a yard and bring fourth down, goal to go at the three now. So what does Coach Paterno's card say here? Kick the field goal?
19: Well, if I've got a field goal kicker I like, I kick it here, take the four-point lead. And then it takes a touchdown to beat me. And we're going to have a timeout called by Mariner.
16: We will step aside with two minutes and 18 seconds of play in the third quarter it's 15 14 mariner leading cascade back with more
23: after this
9: at glass by lund if there's one thing they've learned over the past 40 years it's that supporting the local community is very important that's why they're huge supporters of Wesco High School sports, especially this year. It doesn't matter when the season starts. It doesn't matter the score. Glass by Lund supports high school sports 100%. And if you need support with windows, shower doors, or skylights, residential or commercial, remember, since 1967, Glass by Lund has been here to serve in your community. To find out more, visit glassbylund.com. Let's update. You got a couple
16: of scores here. 38-15, Granite Falls defeats Friday Harbor. That's a final. Marysville Getchell beats Mount Vernon 20-14. Earlier, Marysville Pilchuk beat Stanwood 49-14. Coach, we're
19: gonna have a couple of undefeated Marysville teams next week. Out of Absolutely. Cool uh, even even more incentive for that variable. Eighteenth play of this coach, can you believe it? I cannot, but uh, the trustworthy Joel Boyer told me it's play 18, so I'm going to go with what he says. You never had enough patience to do an 18-play drive. You had to my throw the ball four or five times. Yeah, my <laughs> offense
16: wasn't set up to do that. <laughs> Fourth down, goal to go at the three-yard line for Mariner. The 18th play of this drive they've had it the entire quarter. He's going to throw the ball at the end. So touchdown, Mariners! Touchdown, Mariner. A little touch pass.
19: James hauls it in, and it's a touchdown for Mariner yeah i think mariner caught cascade there i think cascade sold out to, to stop the run there and there were two wide open mariner receivers running free either one of them were wide open mackey james hauls it in and it's a touchdown for the marauders
16: and a long time-consuming drive joel will give us all the numbers joel boyer
19: 19 plays and almost 10 minutes wow
16: and waiting for the addition of this extra point with mariner taking the lead at 21 to 14 so leading it by seven now trying to make it eight with the addition of the extra point the kick is on the way by and it's going to be blocked it's going to be no good so the play they got an extra point for a two-point conversion so they missed that one you, you got isaiah quayar on the uh, block oh, oh, over here oh, no, for cascade Eric Sowers. Eric Sowers on the block. Two minutes and 13 to. Two minutes and 13 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Our score: 21-14. Mariner leading Cascade. Back with more from Everett Memorial
14: after this. Before the remodel, it definitely looked like it was designed in the 80s, built in the
13: 90s. Lee and Shane for Square Foot Construction in Marysville and coming soon to Burlington. We had
14: Square Foot Construction come in and put in brand new cabinets, appliances, and new flooring throughout the entire upstairs, as well as a painting and refresh of the inside.
1: We had them raise the roof in the kitchen because the roof was like six feet tall. We were super glad we found them. They exceeded our expectations. Your
13: dream? Your dream? Their team, squarefootllcconstruction.com. LLC Construction.com.
16: So the rain started, then it kind of got to a miss, and now it's kind of raining harder and harder here at Everett Memorial Stadium with two minutes and 13 seconds to go in the third quarter. Arlington tonight defeated Oak Harbor 54 to nothing. Archbishop Murphy beat Fife down in 527 to 17 that is a final as well here's a mariner to kick it they had they've had the football this entire second half so far here's a kick is away it's gonna be fielded at the 20 yard line 25 30 it's going to be Josh Maxwell out to the 40 and out to the 42 yard line so pretty good starting field position here for the first possession of the second half for the Cascade Bruins we go to Joel Boyer with a look at that scoring drive impressive
29: yeah, that long scoring drive, Tom, was uh, 74 yards in length, 18 plays, 13 runs, 5 passes, 9 minutes and 47 seconds the entire second half to this point. It was a 3-yard pass, Mackie James from Damian Bagley, and the extra point was no good.
16: So first and ten from the 42-yard line for the Bruins. Lopez will carry it around the right-hand side at the 45 and out to the 50-yard line. So Zach Lopez, a quick open around the right side, gets eight yards out to the midfield stripe, put him down at the 50, and we're inside. Two minutes to play here in the third quarter. Can we go back to that kick
19: return real quick? Not too often do you see a guy number 54 get a return (laughs) like that, a really good return, and then go get in the huddle and play guard. He did but good on him right yeah second down two yards to go
16: at the 50-yard line motion man back toward the formation they'll give it on the handoff to thomas across the 45 down to the 44 that'll move the sticks as it gets inside the 45-yard line so cascade doesn't lose a beat they get a first down here right off the shoots, and so put them at the 44-yard line now they'll wind the clock with a minute 24 to go third quarter The late game at Everett Memorial Stadium tonight. Now the rain looks like it's letting up just a little bit. No, no, it's still coming down. So first and ten. The windows are so dirty, it's hard to tell. First and ten from the 44-yard line. As they'll hand it off. Not much running room there. they give it up the inside handoff to the motion back, back toward the formation, and he is slow to get up. It looks like it's Lopez... And it's like he got hit in the throat. He's kind of reaching up towards his neck area. He's still laying down onto the field. And so the uh, training staff will come in from the sideline. And they're they're pulling and pushing
19: on the toe, Tom.
16: Okay, I guess so. Got a cramp. So no gain on the play. Jordan C., the head coach, goes out there. And he's saying... Okay, here's who's coming in for him. I'll go check on my guy. How you doing? Okay. Yeah, fine. Bye. <laughs> oh, actually, he'll, he'll wait there for a minute. He's not cold-hearted like Joel Vincent. <laughs> I'm speechless. Well, you said you only went out there when it was serious, right? Well,
19: he's up. <laughs> gonna he's going to come over here to sideline. See if can find a mustard packet somewhere. Yep.
16: And, and some pickle juice, and it'll be ready to go. Yeah. So, second and ten for Cascade. 44 seconds ago, third quarter. It looked like it was going to be a track meet, and then it kind of all slowed down a little bit. But now we're back to one very long drive by Mariner. To score now cascades looking to answer back give it to thomas on the inside handoff not a lot of running room there he's going to get we're just to say nothing right back to the line of scrimmage maybe a half a yard but that is it that brings up third down and 10 yards to go that brings us to 13
19: seconds to play in the third quarter and this is problematic for cascade because the wing T offense is not built to get kind of behind on the chains. It's not built for consistent 3rd and 10s. You want 3rd and 2s, 3rd and 3s.
16: And it's going to be 3rd and 10 when we come back in the 4th quarter. After 3, Mariner 21, Cascade 14. The 4th and final quarter coming up next right here on KRKO.
27: Hi, I'm Brian Reed. As your local Allstate agent, providing protection that fits your life is something I take, well, personally. I am committed to learning about your needs and personalizing protection to meet them. From bundling your auto, home, and life insurance with ease to evaluating optional coverage based on your protection needs, I can build an insurance proposal that fits your life. Are you in good hands? Contact me, Brian Reed, at either of my Everett locations,
25: 425-337-4646. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Life insurance offered through Allstate Life Insurance Company and Allstate Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. American Heritage Life Insurance Company, Jacksonville, Florida.
10: Tired of doing battle in the kitchen every night? Time to surrender and take the family to the buzz Steakhouse. The buzz Inn is open for indoor dining with mouth-watering, hand-cut Angus steaks, chicken, seafood, burgers, sandwiches, and all-day breakfast. Relax while a buzz Inn takes on the hazardous cleanup duty. And with nine locations, there's a buzz Inn near you. Check out the menu ahead of time at buzzinsteakhouse.com. Dine in or take out the buzz Steakhouse, where you always get a great deal on a great meal.
16: the final scores are rolling in we'll give you those as we go along here in the fourth quarter and a full rundown in our post-game show here cascade is facing a third down 10 yards to go from the mariner 44 yard line down by seven 21 14 we start the fourth quarter the quarterback is josh moritz under center motion man away and he gets the uh, toss sweeper on the left hand side at 45 panala across the 40 and down to the 38 yard line that's gonna bring a fourth down here fourth and four yards to go fourth and five actually fourth and five at the
19: 39 yard line for the bruins this is a no-brainer you go here yep you just watched your opponent put a 10-minute drive together you're down a touchdown in the fourth quarter in a non-league game yeah
16: Fourth down, five yards to go for the Cascade Bruins. They come up to the line of scrimmage. From the 39-yard line, under center of the quarterback, fakes the handoff. He's going to throw a bomb, puts it down. Panala's there, makes a catch at the five, and into the end zone. Touchdown, flag. Flag is down. The celebration begins, but the flag is down. And the whistles are sounding saying, boys, come on back.
19: It's going to be against Mariner. I think you're going to get a a defensive hold on a receiver. They were blowing the whistle. They're going to wave it off. So they're going to pick up the flag, and no
16: flag, no penalty. Touchdown does count. So the touchdown is there for the Cascade Bruins. 39-yard touchdown pass, and the Bruins get on the scoreboard. And they'll try to add the extra point. So Bruins now with a 20, or down by one at 21-20, and they'll try the extra point here. Waiting for the snap. Gardner will kick it. No, as soon as the flag goes, an illegal substitution penalty will be called against Cascade. That's big. That's huge. Do they have too many? One. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh. So too many men on the field. That'll back them up five yards. Now they're gonna put the same guy back out there. One, two, three. Aren't there too many? There's yeah. no room for him. He, he went right on back out there, and
19: the other guys turned around and said, "Get out of here." Oh. Uh, now we. Now Cascade's got to burn a timeout cascade yeah in a tight ball game because we can't figure out who needs to be out on the the extra point team and that
16: is not going to make coach c very happy you know they
19: they (laughs) corrected then they uncorrected it (laughs) so well go ahead a different guy ran out than the one that ran off off. so the, the the poor guy who was running out uh to fill the spot was probably you know, Being told, get out there, get out there, only to not be welcomed by his teammates. <laughs> what do you do down here? Get back, get out. <laughs> Let's go down to Bill. Well,
17: I was just wondering, You know, Cascade has had two linemen injured, number 66 who came out earlier, and then number 50 that came out later. And I'm wondering if they're having some questions as to who's going in because they're using some backups.
19: Yeah, I always had a coach that was designated to keep an eye on that. And if we had an injury on a special team, they had the chart they would go to the replacement way ahead of time and say you are now on this the rest of the game so here
16: we go trying for the addition of the extra point five yards further out after the illegal participation penalty there's the whistle ready to play the kick is on the way it's up and it is good so with 11 minutes and 11 seconds to play in the fourth and final quarter We're all tied. It's Mariner 21, Cascade 21. We'll be back with more right here on KRKO.
25: If you're looking for a place that prints anything for any team, the place to go is Screen Printing Northwest on Colby Avenue in downtown Everett. They're the local experts for custom screen printing and embroidery. Hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, coats, you name it, they can do it. Screen Printing Northwest has been locally owned since 1996, and they're the official screen printer of this radio station. Screen Printing Northwest, 2526 Colby Avenue, just north of Everett Avenue in downtown Everett. Go Cougs!
16: We will give you one a final score. Just came across Glacier Peak defeated Monroe 50 to 21. And Bill, you had a uh, had a query.
17: No, I was just looking over at the Cascade uh, sidelines and the, or over across the way into the stands and the student section. They're all excited Monroe. about tying that thing up. And then I looked down at the cheer staff and it looked like there were about 400 cheerleaders down there.
16: <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a no-cut sport, Bill.
23: <laughs>
16: so here is the approach of the kick here. kind of a squid kick and Mariner was fumbled it once, fumbled it twice but I think they're going to keep it. Mariner will at the 42 yard line. We're going to go quick to Ted Beener who's been out in Monroe on this Friday night Ted it's raining out there it is here.
8: Uh, we don't have any rain here, so we're staying dry at the moment, but we do have a final here at Monroe Bearcats Stadium. It was the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 50 and the Monroe Bearcats 21. As you recall, we had a tight first half with the Grizzlies re- t- uh, leading the Bearcats 22-14, to 14, but it was all Grizzlies in the second half. They scored on three TD passes and had a TD on the ground. The lone Bearcat TD was a... Uh, a highlight film, 80-yard touchdown catch by Wall Emsley. So the final was the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 50, Monroe Bearcats 21. Reporting from Bearcat Stadium in Monroe, this is Ted Beener. Back to you, Tom.
16: Thank you very much, Ted. Mackie James hit a wall here on their first down run for Mariner. And the officials have huddled up. We're going to have a face mask here against Cascade. Ouch. Not the personal foul kind, so the five yard variety. But still, that's an extra five yards for Mariner. Puts it out to the 49 yard line. So from the point of the infraction, it'll be bring up now, shouldn't it be second or is it first down? First and three as they will run the football. Quarterback keeper Bagley across the 45 down to the 43 yard line so that'll move the sticks so it's all evened out here in the uh, numbers so it will put him at the 44 yard line it'll be first down 10 yards to go for Mariner, we're tied at 21 here at Everett Memorial Stadium ball's at the left hash at the 44
19: yard line and if you notice Tom, when Bagley runs the ball he does it with force he's, he's 195 pounds and he's always falling forward You know, it's almost like he's dishing it out on this defense a little bit. As he comes in with
16: the play called, stands with a shotgun. First and ten from the 44-yard line. He'll keep it himself. He'll run forward. He'll crash through one defender. Excuse me, Israel Calderon will carry at that time. A direct snap to him. And Calderon, he could dish it out too, Coach. Yeah. And then he's (laughs) got Bagley in front of him helping him. So they're going to give him we'll call it six yards of the carry brings up second and four for the Marauders a 21-21 tie oh uh, we gotta go to uh, we'll do that after this play we do have a scoring recap to get to from that last drive second down four yards to go here for the Marauders ball the left hash mark at the f- 37 38 yard line of Cascade. Here comes the blitz. They tr- pick it up as they will run the football over the left hand side. The gain of a couple, but it's gonna bring up third down. Let's go to Joel with that scoring recap.
29: Yeah, that last drive by Cascade was a 58 yard drive. Six plays, five runs, and that last touchdown pass to Lyle Pinola that 39 yarder from Josh Moritz. Took three minutes and two seconds off the clock. And uh, the extra point was good. It would turn out to be a 25-yard extra point, Tom, from Braden Gardner after that penalty.
16: So that makes it a 21-21 score. That's where we are now with the Mariner facing a third down, three yards, yeah, about three, or three and a half yards to go at the 37-yard line. A little double reverse inside. Brandon Rutledge will hurdle across the 35 and get down to about the 32, and that'll be
19: enough to move the sticks, and Mariner's on the move. They get another first down. little trickery there, Coach. Yeah, that was a fun play to watch right there. They're going to take that sweep around the end and toss it to the wide receiver, going back the other way. Pretty good game. Move the chains. Mariner with a win last week, 41-14 over Linwood
16: they'll host short actually they have three home games in a row coming up against Meadowdale and glacier peak mariner home the next three weeks after tonight we're tied at 21 it's first and 10 at the 33 yard line for the marauders moving from right to left low snap out of the shotgun the quarterback keeps it bagley across the 25 down close to the 20 carrying tacklers with him and put him down at the 20 yard line Big gain there, gain of about 13, 12 or 13 yards
19: and a first down for Mariner. That was all will and determination. It was. You know, since they haven't had Williams, um, this offense is almost reminiscent of, you know, some 1920s, 30s single wing stuff, you know, <laughs> just snap it to the quarterback and you've got 10 people blocking and you're just going to out Cascade.
16: So right on the 20-yard line, so the nose and the football is in the red zone. Damian Bagley, the 5'11", 195-pound junior quarterback, leading the charge here. Right to Calderon, though, the direct snap. This time he runs into a Cascade Bruin defense It says, not this time, Mr. Calderon. He's going to be dropped for no game. In fact, he's going to lose a yard on the play. Brings up second and 11 here for the Marauders. Clock not yet a factor. We're at 7'20 to play here in the fourth and final quarter. Tied at
19: 21. Might be a factor if you're Cascade. Yeah, I was just going to put forth an argument that if I'm Cascade with, with the nature of my offense, I'm going to start to worry. Second down, 11 yards to go for the Marauders. Wide receiver split to the
16: left side. Split backs behind the quarterback. Actually, the quarterback to the shotgun, they put a man in motion through him and they will run to James and they got a little toss around the left side. Then he gets one, two, three, four, five guys. In crimson will gang tackle him going to be no gain on the play puts him right back to the 21 yard line and that will continue to keep the clock going and mark stewart would like nothing better for another about six minute drive and put it into the end zone and go home and watch his huskies tomorrow in the big house at five o'clock third down 11 yards to go but the Cooks Coug- play though they're home right Portland State. Portland State. 123 yards for Bagley on the night so far. That is rushing. Shotgun snap for Bagley coming up here. Three wide receivers to the right side. Rolls to the right. Throws to the right. Incomplete pass. Just led him a little bit too far, and he kind of juggled it off his fingertips. Calderon was the intended receiver. That rolls up to now fourth down and 11 yards to go and coach you're going for it
19: oh yeah absolutely um i don't think their kicker possesses this range so i think you're you're just bound to do this you have to do this five players go over actually
16: six players go over to get the play from the sideline but they all socially distance while they're standing there they're not huddled
19: anyone wearing a 50 60 70 number gets nowhere near that sideline. no they're staying they're staying up in their own little group here At the left hash mark fourth down 11
16: yards to go shotgun snap back to pass throwing it is going to be in traffic incomplete pass knocked away by the defender the defender was ronan McKeg, who was smart not to catch the football because he really had a chance to do it that would have been worse field position instead they take the ball over on downs at the 21 yard line first and 10 cascade and let's go downstairs to Bill Kussler right now. Bill.
17: Well, I have a big confession to make. When the rain gets heavy, I, I slip on into the building and up to that mezzanine section. Yeah. And, and who should I see there but Coach Mark Stewart with a computer and headsets on. He's running his team from under there. And uh, you get a beautiful view of the field from there and then relaying instruction into his coaching staff on the sidelines.
19: There you go. Coach used to be up in the box, too. Yeah, I spent my last couple years up here in the box, and I would just echo what Bill just said. The, the view you get here and the adjustments and the speed at which you can make them is just so much faster because the view is so much better up here.
16: And, uh, you know, I thought I heard his voice, and I was thinking, boy, he's got a loud voice from being down the sidelines. Well, no, he's here on the on the press level. Bill, uh, go ahead, Bill, say it again.
17: Well, that's you heard his voice because I was standing right behind him out of the rain. <laughs> Now I'm back in the lane, and I'm wondering why. Go back out of the rain. It doesn't matter. We're, we're good. Here we go. Cascade,
16: first down, 15 yards to go after a penalty. Panala around the left-hand side. He'll get back to the original line of scrimmage, maybe a half yard more or so. That's going to bring up second down and about 10 yards to go. 5.45 to go. Tied at 21. So who is going to be able to put it into the end zone here? Yeah. This final 5.45 of regulation time. Cascade facing a second down and 10 at the 21-yard line. As the ball comes in, the rain continues to fall. Here comes the uh, Cascade Bruins up to the line of scrimmage at the 21 they put a bunch of guys in motion and they reset their offense now they do put a man in motion now they'll give it to thomas right on the right side a little bit of opening at the 25 knocked off his feet at the 25 yard line he was turning the corner and he had that burst of speed and then quickly the defender closed on him coach and isaiah cuellar has been in on a lot of plays tonight.
19: yeah he has and he narrowed the the distance there and then he uh, just cut his legs right out from underneath him right there so
16: puts it out to the 26 yard line so it's going to be third down five yards to go for cascade after the running play the clock continues to move we're
19: 437 to play cascade solo a long way from Pader. that was almost earl thomas-esque because if you look where he's playing on defense he plays in the middle of the field the deep safety he covered a lot of ground on that play and very quickly
16: so setback behind the quarterback, Moritz. Now they kind of reset the offense. They move a bunch of guys around. They go unbalanced line to
19: the right side. And the Mariner coaches saw it, and the players didn't. So now we're seeing a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the, 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 yeah, Coach Stewart, you could hear him well, down, downstairs. I, I've been in that situation where you see it as coaches, and you're screaming out there, and nobody's moving. Yeah, it gets pretty scary. How many players,
16: though, do recognize those? You've had those guys that just bang, bang. Oh, it yeah. I mean, I've, I've, you do.
19: Yeah, I've had the Riley Cars of the world and those that, yeah, I mean, they were just really heady players and students of the game, and they understood what was going on. And then I've had defenses where you'd scream it, they still don't see it. <laughs> so, you know, it just kind of <laughs> depends on the group you've got. So the timeout called here by the
16: Mariner Marauders, We'll reset it here. Four minutes and 12 seconds ago in regulation time. It's a 21-21 tie between the Marauders and the Bruins. As the um, Marauders are ready to go, they're out there after talking to their coaches. And here come the um, Cascade Bruins. They've been talked to by their head coach, Jordan C. They're up to the line of scrimmage here momentarily, and here we go. Ball's ready for a play. Under center is the quarterback Moritz. Takes the snap, hands off around the right side. Lopez, not a lot of room there. He'll get out maybe a yard.
19: Boy, what a big fourth down coming up here.
16: Fourth down and about four yards to go. For Cascade. Big decision here for Coach C. You
19: gotta kick it, don't you? You yeah. can't you can't give it to him inside the 30 yard yeah, line. Yeah, I'd just be worried if I kicked it to him, I might not ever get it back. But you're still tied. I, I don't know. Yeah, Boy, that's a and tough. That's, decision. that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why he's making the big bucks.
16: <laughs> here comes the play in. It looks like they're gonna go for it here. Fourth down, three yards to go. At the 27-yard line, going for their own
19: 27. I wouldn't be surprised to see a timeout here if Coach C sees something from their defense he doesn't like. As they set up, here we go, and now <laughs> yeah, here we go. You're right. He came running down there to the side
16: judge and said, yeah, timeout, timeout, yeah, timeout. This,
19: this is way too important to not be in something that you're absolutely happy with. So what are you going to do? I don't know. That's the second time they went on balance, but... Uh, Coach Stewart either from yelling from the mezzanine or getting it to his coaches, (laughs) uh, both these last two, well, the play before, where it was almost no game, they were adjusted, and uh, Cascade goes unbalanced again, and Mariners adjusted again, and and Coach C didn't like what he saw there. So it'll be fourth down
16: and three yards to go for the Cascade Bruins. A 21-21 tie, three minutes and 17 seconds to play. We're back with you next Friday night back to our 6:30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff, the Berry Bowl at Quill City Stadium in Marysville. It was the Marysville pilchuk Tomahawks and the Marysville Getchell Chargers, both teams undefeated. That's a West Coast 3-A North Division battle.
19: Ooh, should be should be pretty good. Just so the audience knows, listening audience, when I say on balance. In that last set cascade only had two players to the right of the center here we are again they only have two players to the right of the center everybody else is left everybody
16: else the quarterback's under center on fourth down they'll run the football thomas will run it and he'll get across the 30 close to first down yardage cascade thinks they have it they do have it i believe oh yeah yes okay they do they just it. making sure they <laughs> they got it not by a lot but they did get it out to the 32-yard line, so Cascades' drive stays alive. Boy, what a big play. We're down to 3:05 to play in the game, in the rain, in a tie, 21-21 from the 32-yard line. First and 10 for Cascade. They give it a little action back away from the flow of the play. Lopez will carry, and he's going to actually lose a couple of yards and put it back at the 30-yard line. Clock continues to go. Tick, tick, tick. We're now the 240 to play. A 21 all tie. Play comes in from the near sideline. Boy, well, well, this is easier though tied at 21 rather than down by a point or two or three or five. Sure,
19: sure. I mean
16: it takes just less pressure. A little second, bit
19: of the edge off.
16: Second and 12. Back to pass. Looking. Ooh. Kind of lofted up, kind of a wounded duck. He kind of fell within. The range of about four defenders that had a chance for it.
19: Yeah, I think that, uh, that that's a consequence of a very wet football. Yeah. So
16: with the incomplete pass, that'll stop the play. It's going to be third and twelve with two sixteen to play.
19: I think if I'm Coach C here, based on what I just saw, I think I'm going two run plays to try to get it. I'm not so sure. An interception here ends the game pretty much. So. I think I'm going to go with what's what's got us here so far and try to get this in two run plays.
16: Third down, 12 yards to go for Cascade. As Moritz comes up under center, turns. He's going to keep it, rolls out. He's going to be thrown down to the ground. I thought he was going to escape and stay on his feet, but he couldn't do it. He's going to be brought down inside the 20-yard line. And with 2.05 to go, Jordan C. walked out there like there was a timeout, but there wasn't. And we're going to have a timeout call by Mariner. Now Mariner wants to preserve some time because they're going to have to punt the football.
19: Yeah, what a great sack there by uh, number 72 from Mariner, Tyler, Tyler Lohr, Jr. He's um, 6'2", 245. What a timely sack that was.
16: Let's see if that may be the sack that gives if, see how this punt goes if Meredith gets good field position that may have won the ball game
19: yeah we got to a an next factor here we've got a returner who's gonna be trying to catch a really wet football too so there's lots of things that could play out here you so gotta, you've got a long snapper that's got to snap a wet ball <laughs> you've got a punter that's got to catch a wet ball you football coaches always looking on the dark
16: side well all the things that can go wrong how about the things that can go right
19: yeah.
16: <laughs> that's that happens on s- Sunday right Saturday yeah. yes yes <laughs> Not Friday night. So here we go. Fourth down, 24 yards to go for Cascade.
19: Then they're, they're going for they're in it. in an offensive oh. set, Tom. Well,
16: except I think he'll drop back into the punt formation. Moritz will. Yeah, he'll just drop back and set up about 14 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Waiting for the snap here. He'll punt the football. Here it is. The kick is away. Low line driver. It's going to bounce at the 45 towards the sidelines and out of bounds at the 42-yard line. Mariner starts this drive now. First and 10 at their own 42-yard line with a minute and 58 seconds to go and one
19: timeout remaining. And I think for the next one minute and 58 seconds, we're going to see the Damian Bagley show. Damian Bagley left, Damian Bagley right, Damian Bagley center. And Damian Bagley possibly throwing the ball. Yes, I think that's kind of what we're going to see here so here we go first and 10
16: they say out of bounds actually at the 41 so from the 41 yard line first and 10 for mariner they come up the line of scrimmage their own 41. shotgun snap toss sweep to becky james across the 40 45 james will be dropped at the 48 yard line gain of about six or seven We'll say 7 because they put it to 48, so it'll be second down, 3 yards to go. Minute 40 to go. The clock continues to move from the 48-yard line, right hash mark. The rain continues to fall. It's second down, 3 yards to go. Now empty backfield, shotgun snap. Throwing it left side, complete. Mackie James makes a catch on the left side down to the 47-yard line of Cascade. So that'll move the sticks. They'll stop the clock as they move the chains for the first down. Mariner on the move.
19: Mackie James has had a nice game tonight.
16: As they drop the football at the 46-yard line, it's 1st and 10, they wind the clock. A minute 21 to go, one timeout remaining for Mariner. The quarterback is ready to go, Damian Bagley. Standing in the shotgun, empty backfield. On 1st and 10, he gets the shotgun snap, rolls to the right, now runs into the defender, had no one to go, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, and down he goes for a loss back into mariner territory back to the 47-yard line big loss there and more importantly tick 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 inside a minute to play down to 50 seconds to play when the ball is snapped the uh, mariner offensive players are tardy to get back into the backfield here we go and they'll just spike the football Boy, some of the mariner players were kind of nonchalant running back to the line of scrimmage weren't
19: they I'm sure that will be (laughs) discussed
16: what'd you say situational
19: awareness yes yeah, mm-hmm. situational awareness time and place so, th- so this the, is a big down third and yeah. long with
16: 43 seconds to go line of scrimmage to the 47 yard line I'm almost
19: I'm almost thinking play it safe and take your chances in OT but you think so well I don't think either team's thrown the ball real effectively tonight. This is obviously a throwing down. Cascade Cascade knows it's a throwing down. And you're out here in no man's land where you can get to
16: the 25 and then be in control of the...
19: And you're in the elements and dealing with wet football. So yeah, I don't know. Third and 18 yards to go and a timeout. Timeout
16: called by (laughs) Cascade. No, excuse me. Oh, delay of game.
19: I'm sorry. All right, but now we've got third and 21 at the
16: 42 yard line so backs them up five yards here we go this is where you your hook and ladder play the fun plays that you run at the end of practice once a week third and 21 at the 42 yard line they're gonna run the football bagley has it at the 45 50 45 gets out of the 40 escapes at the 35 running down the sideline out of bounds at inside the 30
19: yard line that's enough to move the sticks and wow. that'll be a first down wow you said the damian bagley show yeah, yeah i don't know if that was designed that way tom all the receivers ran routes and were looking for a football and then they saw bagley running and they just all started to turn around and block i think that was a designed pass that bagley just decided he was going to take it you know what with all those receivers all the defenders were overwhelmed with those guys anyway. Yeah. 24
16: yards on the gain to put him down at the 35 yard line. First and 10 to for Mariner. 34 seconds to go. Shotgun snap, empty backfield, looking for a bundle going down the left side. They're pushing on each other. James makes a catch. Backs into the end zone I believe yes, 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 yes. Ratliff was there. Touchdown. Touchdown Mariner. It's in deep in that left hand corner, which is hard to see. And he just kind of backed his way in, coach, and made the catch.
19: Uh, sideline again? Or did they pick it up? So did we have oh, a flag? Well, we had a flag on the sideline. Flag on the sideline. But they picked it up.
16: They picked it up. So, wow, that's you. You always had a get back,
19: coach, don't you? Couple. <laughs> I had, one, I had one that just would pull on my shirt tail and just say, don't go out there. <laughs> okay, we'll go down to Bill. Go ahead.
17: Just I have Coach Stewart about 10 feet away from me, and you should have seen a happy man dancing around here like a 20-year-old.
16: <laughs> Waiting for the addition of the extra point after Mariner scores the touchdown. Here comes the snap. The kick is on the way. It's up, and it is good. It is good. It will keep it right here as of cascade and a mariner mariner drives it down the field and they take a 28-21 lead over the cascade bruins it wasn't exactly the uh, most perfect drive but it's perfect because it got score
19: out of it oh boy and uh you know a big play when they needed it with the bagley run followed up with the big throw from bagley uh for the touchdown
16: so let's talk about our player of the game nomination and are you looking at Damian
19: Bagley? I think he'd have to be a front frontrunner. <laughs> uh, I think Mackie's had a great game, too, though. Yeah. You know, I thought he had a great game, but, you know, he's not getting the ball in those passes and stuff unless Bagley's getting them to him. So, yeah, I'd have to go with uh, Damian Bagley. Bill, what do you like?
17: Well, boy, those two are, are my favorites as well. Um, I really liked the, the way um, Mackie James turned that into that two-point conversion on that first touchdown. That oh. could have been really, really big. And he's had a lot of big plays, but I'd have to go with Bagley as well.
16: So I think that's where we'll go with Damian Bagley as our Brian Reed, Allstate Insurance, good hand player of the game. What? Yeah, Cortez Williams goes down, and Bagley, Damian Bagley has to carry the load. Here's the kick. It's going to be a bounce over the head of the would-be return man. They're still fumbling the football. Nobody can find a handle on it. Who's got it? They're still playing... Hot potato with it. It's finally going to be downed at the 20-yard line. Cascade will have it, but they'll have 24 seconds to go to try to get a evening score from about the 20. They're going to put them up the 21-yard
23: line.
19: Yeah, and if Mariners smart here, they're going to have four guys at midfield or deeper. Yeah. Let them catch it in front of you. So here come the Cascade Bruins. Tackle inbounds
16: with 24 seconds to go.
19: Well, I'd have my
16: safeties even further back. Drops back to pass. Looking, looking. He throws it. It's going to be into traffic. It's going to be complete at the 40-yard line, all the way out to Lopez, all the way to the 45 to the 48-yard line. And so they're running up the line of scrimmage. 17 seconds go. They're stopping the clock to move the chains we are off to the 47 yard line. It's going to be first and 10, ready to snap the football. They don't have the chain set yet, but they will snap the football and spike it and stop the clock. With 14 seconds to go. That was a big play, that previous play.
19: Yeah,
23: <laughs>
16: yeah. And we'll quickly, let's take a look at that previous scoring drive with Joel Boyer.
29: Yeah, it was 59 yards for Mariners. Six plays, three runs, three pass. Minute 30 off the clock. Finished off with a. Uh, 35-yard guard touchdown pass from Bagley to Rutledge. Extra point good by Calderon. 28-21
16: Mariner. Rolling out the pass on first and ten. Rolling, throwing. It's going to be complete. Oh, incomplete. Oh, ho, 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 ho. It was Jordan Merliley who had it, and then it just kind of scooted through his arms and incomplete. Down to eight seconds to go. Third and ten coming up. Wow. That could have been big, but they'll have to figure out what they're going to do here. Third down, got to go for a bundle. He's called a timeout. Jordan C uses his final timeout.
19: And, and that, that is big, too. Because now, even with a completion that doesn't get out of bounds, that might end the game.
16: So the uh, timeout called, third down, five yards to go at the 47-yard line. Let's go Let's go down to Bill.
17: I was just going to say that uh, if, if Mariner is able to hold on to this lead at the very end, I'll, I'll have Coach okay.
16: immediately. Okay, cool. Third down and 10 yards to go. As Bill's been down on the mezzanine level because of the rain and Coach is down there as well. It's a great view. It's a great view, but we
19: told Bill the, the microphone was waterproof.
16: <laughs> it, 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 what we did was that we lied to him.
19: So <laughs> Third and ten at the 47-yard line
16: with eight seconds to go. Ball is ready for play. Here comes the snap as he drops back to pass. Moritz being pressured now as he rolls to the right. Looking downfield, heaves it as far as he can. Flag is down, intercepted. This ball game is over as it's going to be intercepted on the return by Calderon, and he'll be dropped at the 42-yard line, and that will be
19: that, and the Mariner Marauders will win it by the final score of 28-21. Let's check the flag first. Well, if we have any kind of defensive penalty here, Cascade will get another play. It's almost an indication that it would be. Well, uh, Coach C seems to think it is. Yeah,
16: so we're going to get one more play here, Tom. This will be an untimed down. He's going to give us the fickle finger of fate award untimed down there's about eight people in the stands who remember the fickle finger of fate award from (laughs) laughing i know bill is so they're at third down they're going to call apparently defensive holding defensive holding so 10 yards be a first down holding against the defense this will be an untimed down and here we go, still a chance, you're saying I have a chance, here comes Cascade from the 43 yard line, an untimed down on first down, waiting for the snap, here it comes, back to pass to Moritz, has time, no pressure,
19: throws it over the middle, it's going to be incomplete, and we have another flag, another flag down, I think we've got Lyman downfield, Okay
16: we have offensive holding against cascade that will mean the ball game is over and it is done and mariner marauders will win it 28 to 21 bill will signal us when he's got the coach ready to go let's go right downstairs to bill
17: well coach stewart that's the kind of high school football game that we all enjoy coming down to the end and your quarterback showed us something both running the ball and then on the last pass play your impressions of the game
18: the question the game is, you know, uh, one, we get a you know, big-time player for us early. And um, so we got a rally, and some people were, you know, a little thin of the of running back there. And so have to kind of rally there a little bit when our players do a pretty good job. And um, uh, Cascade did a great job running their offense and putting in some wrinkles that kind of keep us uh, keep us guessing. But, I mean, our guys battled back. And, uh, and that, was it. that was a fun football game. Bottom line, it was a fun football game. Uh, you know, each time nice to be able to enjoy this with fans and proud of and all that stuff. It's nice winning, but it's just nice to be out here and be able to beat. You know, it's always nice to come out and talk to them and the drive but they should be proud of where they're at and, and what's going on. So that was a great football game.
17: Very good, Coach. And, and uh, your offensive line to uh, you know, blow some holes into the quarterback because he's just running through the tackles and, and uh, doing some really nice things with your offensive line.
18: We feel pretty good about we feel pretty good about you know what we uh what we can do uh with our offense and like i said we, and we're kind of we're, we're young so we just got to grow and get better
17: all right well thank you very much coach and congratulations what a win okay
18: thank you all right there you go
16: mark stewart the head coach right away bill's been down there reading off his notes i think
19: yeah yeah i think he knew the plays before we did so that is
16: it we're going to have our player of the game coming up as well in our post game show bill will make his way down to the field as well. Again, the final score from Everett Memorial Stadium, Mariner 28, Cascade 21. The postgame show next on KRKO.
9: At Glass by Lund, if there's one thing they've learned over the past 40 years, it's that supporting the local community is very important. That's why they're huge supporters of Wesco High School sports, especially this year. It doesn't matter when the season starts. It doesn't matter the score. Glass by Lund supports high school sports 100%. At Glass by Lund, if there's one thing they've learned over the past 40 years, it's that supporting the local community is very important. That's why they're huge supporters of Wesco High School sports, especially this year. It doesn't matter when the season starts. It doesn't matter the score. Glass by Lund supports high school sports 100%. And if you need support with windows, shower doors, or skylights, residential or commercial, remember, since 1967, Glass by Lund has been here to serve in your community. To find out more, visit glassbylund.com.
10: Connect with your community library your way. Snow Isle Libraries is currently offering in-person, contact-free, and online services. Visit your local library to browse the shelves, use a computer, print documents, or receive recommendations from library staff. Items are also available through contact-free pickup or can be accessed online. Visit snow-isle.org to download or stream ebooks, audiobooks, and movies to your device. Snow Isle Libraries. Connect with
9: your community library your way. Make comfort in your home personal with a Mitsubishi heating and cooling system from Genesis Refrigeration and HVAC. Now you can control comfort room by room. One at 72 degrees in the family room, 68 in the bedroom, and off in the spare room. No problem. Mitsubishi heating and cooling systems are dramatically more efficient than other systems, and that means you save money. And Mitsubishi's air filtration system gives you cleaner, healthier air. No wonder it's the number one selling Douglas brand in America. Visit Genesis Heating and AC online at genesishvacr.com. That's genesishvacr.com.
10: Meet Joyce Jonascheidt from Encore Life Health. She's been working with seniors and veterans for over 15 years and helps seniors to navigate through the difficult Medicare system. You might say she's a Medicare expert. She even teaches free Medicare classes at Green River College. Joyce can give you options and develop a plan enrolling you in your best choice without any cost to you. If you're confused about Medicare, see Joyce Jonascheidt at Encore Life Health in Auburn. Contact her today at EncoreLifeHealth.com. That's EncoreLifeHealth.com.
16: Welcome back to Everett Memorial Stadium, and the second game of the doubleheader here, and the Mariner Marauders defeat the Cascade Bruins, final score of 28 to 21. Mariner goes to 2 and 0. Cascade drops to 1 and
19: 1. And what became Coach Vincent a um, very entertaining ballgame. Yeah, down the stretch, um, both teams were executing on offense and uh, put up some scores late. And uh, boy, I I, I wrote. I wrote the other Joel a note, you know, because uh, you were you were doing play-by-play, but I thought we were headed to overtime. Yeah, I thought maybe we were going to go to
16: overtime, too. But, you know, at Cascade, though, towards the end, they had a chance. They were deep in Mariner territory. Yeah,
19: yeah. And, uh, um, you know, they had a drop pass. that might have uh, helped them out there a little bit at the end. Uh, there was never say die in that Cascade team. Let's go down to Bill with our Player of the Game, Bill.
17: Okay, thank you, Tom. I'm here with Damian Bagley, the quarterback and our Player of the Game for the Maryland Marauders. First of all, congratulations. That was an exciting ball game. Your big running back goes down, and you had to take a little bit of the load. Tell us about that.
18: Just um, disappointed knowing that he's gone for a couple of weeks. Our team really depends on me and our running back. But um, you know, I just had to take over how my team, my teammates, my linemen they stepped up, my coaches,
23: everything. I know we had a few bad plays and all that, but he stepped up and took it back.
17: Yeah, well, tell a little bit more about your line because you were gaining a lot of yards running just between the tackles.
23: Yeah,
29: um, actually, a lot of the plays, I ran them out of the way, but they still did a good job blocking, so it doesn't matter. One play, right play, they did their job, and they had
17: to say Okay, and t- take us through that final touchdown pass play. What was called? What were you looking for? Was he your primary receiver the whole time? Um, take us through that play.
4: So he is our primary receiver,
29: but I can't give it to him all the time because he usually runs like the back phase when I'm looking of the way. But on that play, it's supposed to go to him because it's a fade. You know, like 20 seconds left, so I just grabbed it, used all my strength and just threw it because the ball was wet, hard to pass, and got it.
17: Well, congratulations. The Mariner Marauders are 2-0, and have fun the rest of the season. Good job.
16: There you go. That is Damon Bagley, the quarterback for the Mariner Marauders our Allstate Insurance Good Hands player of the game, Allstate Insurance Agent Brian Reed. Brian lives and works in your community. Stop by the Brian Reed Agency in Everett or call 425-337-4646. With Brian Reed at Allstate, you're in good hands, and all players of the game receive a sweatshirt provided by Screen Printing Northwest. So when we come back, we'll talk more about this ballgame. We've got the stats coming up. We've got the scoring plays and highlights as well. Again, the final score, 28-21, Mariner over Cascade. More from Everett Memorial Stadium right after this timeout.
26: Locally owned, veteran owned. The Hometown Handyman is proud to support local sports. Student athletes are an inspiration to us all, playing for their community and their teammates, showing good sportsmanship, and working hard in the classroom and in practice. The Hometown Handyman believes in hard work and integrity, supporting community, seniors, veterans, and first responders. If you've got items on your to-do list that need to be crossed off, go to hometownhandymanpnw.com and support local. hometownhandymanpnw.com.
30: Looking for new furniture? There's always a great selection at Erickson's. New styles, new colors, new looks, and always affordable prices. Erickson Furniture has just what you're looking for, in stock and on sale. Name brand furniture and mattresses, design services, and five-star delivery. Let Erickson Furniture help you get the look you want for less, a lot less. Erickson Furniture, in Everett at 2015 Broadway and online at ericksonfurniture.com.
28: Ready to kick back with a cold one? The Fireplace Bar is open seven days a week so you can enjoy the sultry dog days of summer with the cold brew in the outdoor beer garden. The Fireplace Bar has rotating tap selections so you can choose from the best beer selections any day of the week. Check out their monthly events too at FireplaceBar.com and come celebrate with your friends. They look forward to seeing you. The Fireplace Bar, your favorite go-to bar off Everett Avenue in Everett. The good times and good music are back at Port Gardner Bay Winery. Port Gardner Bay Winery is once again open Thursday through Saturday with live music and no cover and as always you can order wine for pickup Monday through Friday. Try their award winning Cabernet Sauvignon or their aromatic yet delicate Chardonnay. Available to order online or at the winery. 3006 Rucker Avenue in downtown Everett. Life's too short. Enjoy a glass of wine tonight at Port Gardner Bay Winery. Online at Port Gardner Bay
2: this is the best of Snow Homish County High School football on KRKO, AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more.
16: And welcome back to Everett Memorial Stadium where the final score in game two of the doubleheader 28 21 Mariner defeats. The Cascade Bruins, we'll have a look at all the scores and all the finals that we have in high school football coming up in just a little bit. Joel Boyer also will have a look at the stats. But first, we're going to go to our plays of the game, brought to you by Erickson Furniture in Everett, located at 2015 Broadway, a family tradition since 1912. Let's go to rapid fire for tonight's game. So from the 14-yard line, they'll run the football. That's Thomas on the right side, 10. Thomas at the 5 and into the end zone, touchdown. Touchdown, Cascade, 15 yards away by Julian Thomas. It's third down and about three yards to go at the 7-yard line, so they can get a first down inside the 5. The quarterback is Damian Bagley. Gave it right to Cortez, heads around the right-hand side. Williams is in, touchdown. A direct snap to Cortez-Williams and a touchdown for the Mariner Marauders and he goes in from about seven yards out. Second down, goal to go at the seven yard line. Toss sweeper on the right hand side. That is Thomas, Thomas looking to turn the corner. He does at the five and dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Cascade. Julian Thomas turned the corner and then saw that kind of a lighter shade of green in there for the end zone said, that's mine, and he's in. So second and five. Back to pass Bagley, looking over the left-hand corner, has a man there, James is there, puts it in, touchdown! Touchdown to James
19: from the quarterback, Bagley. Just Coach, that's a Russell Wilson drop it in the bucket. Yeah, that was a high-arcing, Hinterman stride Russell Wilson-type pass. Fourth down, five yards to go for the Cascade Bruins. They come
16: up to the line of scrimmage. From the 39-yard line, under center of the quarterback, fakes the handoff, going to throw a bomb, puts it down, Panala's there, makes a catch at the 5, and into the end zone, touchdown, flag, flag is down, the celebration begins, but the flag is down. Shotgun snap, empty backfield, looking for a bundle, going down the left side, they're pushing on each other, James makes a catch, backs into the end zone, I believe, Rutledge was there, touchdown, touchdown, Mariner. Mm -hmm. And that is it. And the final score, 28-21. The Mariner Marauders defeat the Cascade Bruins. When we come back, we'll take a look at all the stats and all of the final scores that we have. Again, final Marauders, 28, Bruins, 21. Final segment of the postgame show coming up next.
20: Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842.
9: The Law Offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort.
20: Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800 842
6: Make your plans now to attend the annual Snohomish County Sports Hall of Fame Banquet on Wednesday, September 22nd at Angel of the Winds Arena. This year we're honoring the Hall of Fame class of 2020 including Cascade High School and UCLA Bruins soccer player Sean Henderson, longtime Snohomish Panther baseball coach Kim Hammonds, longtime Linwood Royals track and field coach Dwayne Lewis, sports contributor Tom Lafferty, and the undefeated 1972 Meadowdale football team. Plus many more. For more information and tickets, visit snocosports.org. The Snohomish County Sports Hall of Fame banquet on Wednesday, September 22nd at Angel of the Winds Arena. Visit snocosports.org.
27: Hi, I'm Brian Reed. As your local Allstate agent, providing protection that fits your life is something I take, well, personally. I am committed to learning about your needs and personalizing protection to meet them. From bundling your auto, home, and life insurance with ease to evaluating optional coverage based on your protection needs, I can build an insurance proposal that fits your life. Are you in good hands? Contact me, Brian Reed, at
25: either of my Everett
27: locations, 425-337-4646
25: subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Life insurance offered through Allstate Life Insurance Company and Allstate Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois, and American Heritage Life Insurance Company, Jacksonville, Florida.
1: Even for being built in the 90s, it looked like a throwback to everything 80s. Lee
13: and Shane for Square Foot Construction in Marysville and coming soon to Burlington.
1: After the
14: remodel, there's no walls in there to block. The roof was raised 14 inches up. The lights are bright, uh, easy to see. It's very modern. It's crisp.
1: It's still got plenty of cabinets. They did an amazing job with the cabinets.
13: It looks like a million bucks your dream their team square foot LLC construction.com
23: 2821
16: the Mariner Marauders defeat the Cascade Bruins here at Everett Memorial Stadium thanks for being with us on a Friday night what well, became a rainy Friday night here at Everett Memorial and Joel Boyer you get a chance to do the stats go for it well, we're going to start with the Cascade Bruins <clears throat> quarterback Josh
29: Moritz passing on the night it was three for 12 pretty rainy night 91 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. The rushing attack was led by Julian Thomas with 14 carries, 86 yards, two touchdowns. Also, Zach Lopez uh, with nine carries for 55 yards. Lyle Panala, five for 38 yards. And Josh Moritz had two carries for negative five yards. Receiving on the night, Zach Lopez, two receptions for 52 yards. And Lyle Panola with that one catch for 39 yards and that touchdown. Moving on to the victorious Marauders. Damian Bagley, our player of the game tonight, finished 9 of 15 in passing for 128 yards and three touchdowns. Rushing, we had Cortez Williams. Cortez Williams go down early with that injury, but he had two attempts for nine yards and one touchdown. Damian Bagley had 25 carries on the night for 140 yards. Israel Calderon, five carries for 21 yards. Mackie James, six second-half carries for 22 yards. Receiving on the night. Cortez Williams with one catch for 29 yards in that opening play of the game. Two catches for uh, number 84, Gianni uh, Toledo, for four yards, and Mackie James with two catches for 43 yards and a touchdown.
16: That's it. That's our stats. Did you want more? I don't. No. I, I didn't make up a single one, Tom. <laughs> Let's take a look at the uh, final scores that we do have. The first game down at Edmonds District Stadium with a doubleheader. Shortcrest defeated Mount Lake Terrace, blanked them forty-one to nothing. Everett beat Jackson in the first game here at Everett Memorial tonight, thirty-four to ten. Glacier Peak over Monroe, fifty to twenty-one. It was Camieak forty-eight, Shorewood six. Yeah. Final score: Marysville Getchell beat Mount Vernon twenty to fourteen. Arlington over Oak Harbor, fifty-four to nothing. It was Marysville pilchuk forty-nine, Stanwood fourteen. So two undefeated teams for the Barry Bowl next Friday night at City Stadium in Marysville as Marysville-Pilchuk takes on marysville Getchell. Archbishop Murphy traveled down to Fife and beat the Trojans final of 27-17. Burlington-Edison over Cedar Crest 35-7. It was Mariner 28, Cascade 21 the game we just got done with here. Emerald Ridge came north, beat Edmonds-Woodway 43-22 to at Edmonds District Stadium. South Whidbey over Coopville 33-7. It was Sultan 21, LaConnor nothing. Granite Falls beat Friday Harbor 38 to 15. Lakewood over Linden Christian final of 43 to 30. And it was Ferndale over Linden final of 35 to 25. Tonight's game was broadcast under rights granted by the Western Conference solely for the private non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the Western Conference or KRKO Radio is prohibited tonight's game was produced in studio by brandon hamilton again the berry bowl next week it'll be at quill stadium in marysville it'll be the marysville pilchuck tomahawks and the marysville getchell Chargers. 6 30 pregame show so back to our regular time seven o'clock for the kickoff again that's next friday night here on krko thanks to our spotter tonight jay pulliam our statistician was joel boyer chief meteorologist is Ted Beener. He was reporting from Monroe. Tonight's game brought to you by the buzz Inn Steakhouse, Hat Trick Northwest, the Law Office of Russell and Hill by Screen Printing Northwest, Hometown Handyman, Allstate Insurance Agent Brian Reed, the Dale Wagner Law Office, GSR Rental and Monroe, Ace Hardware Stores in Lake Stevens, Everett and Stanwood, Glass by Lund, and Erickson Furniture. Now for Joel Vincent and Bill Kusler, I'm Tom Lafferty reminding you of tonight's final score from Everett Memorial Stadium. It was the Mariner Marauders 28, the Cascade Bruins 21. Good night, everybody.
20: Chill, smell that fresh cut grass
23: I'm
20: back in my helmet, cleats and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall They didn't let just anybody in that club Took every ounce of heart with sweat and blood To get the way those game day jerseys down the hall Kings of the school, man, where the boys are fall Well, let's turn and face the stars and stripes. One man, you got a song. The boys are In little towns like mine, that's all they got. Newspaper clippings feel the coffee shop. Fighting about them butterflies, it's calling.
2: K.O. Everett, K237GN, AM1380, and FM953. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. K.R.K.R.